Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey, guys, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Best of episodes, part one. Hell yeah, we made it. Another year. Woo! <laughs> uh, what a 2018 for the ALN pod. You guys, uh, man... Thanks for all the love and support, and uh, glad that we had such a great year of guests. So many amazing people we got to sit down and chat with. So we've gone through and taken our very favorite moments with some of the greatest guests in about last night, 2018 history. This is the ALN Best of Part 1. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and are geared up for a great holiday break. Whatever you do, take some time off. It's been a fucking bonkers year, and uh, man, just... Spread the love. Do something nice for somebody else, and uh, and just try to you know relax and 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 focus on on the good stuff for a little bit, and then and then get back to checking in with how fucking insane so much stuff is. But you know it's all balance, baby. Um, let's get right to it. There's a lot of tour dates uh, that are coming up. Um, uh, boy, January, February, and March for me is all pretty much booked. So go to adamraycomedy.com for all my tour dates, bradwilliamscomedy.com for his tour dates, at ALN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, Adam Ray Comedy, Brad Williams Comic, about last night pod at gmail.com. Hit us up with your ALN, uh, your favorite moments, your favorite apps, how you got into the pod, where you listen to it. Um, we've got some more merch coming your way, which you can get the present merch, beanie sweats and and shirts at aboutlastnightpodcast at gmail.com. Shopadamray.com for all your Adam Ray merch. I got hats, I got hoodies, I got shirts. Uh, makes for great holiday gifts. Get some stocking stuffers. Get some ALN and Adam Ray stocking stuffers or Hanukkah stuffers or Kwanzaa stuffers. Just stuff somebody's shit with our merch. Um, man, uh, I can't say how much we appreciate the, the, the support over this past year. Um, it's been a blast. The pot is only growing. Uh, more live shows are going to be put on the books, which is exciting. Um, and uh, and more, just more content and more, there's some exciting things in the works. And um, just stay subscribed. Tell somebody new in 2019 about the About Last Night podcast. Tell them how much fun you get out of it. Huh? Um, 2019 guests uh, already booking up, so... Get excited. Uh, it's going to be uh, a great start to the year. Like, we're coming out with a bang uh, for the first few months. So, that's going to be awesome. But in the meantime, now that we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy part one of the best of of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. about last night 
Best of moment number one. We're starting off strong with America's sweetheart, Sandra Bullock. This is where the parents are putting on their blinkers, not paying attention uh, oh to anything because they're God. turning into and they're being directed. Drop kids here, you know. Wait, what is? Do you have carpool jams then? We do. We or, have carpool because we carpool with friends of a friend of mine's two daughters, yes. and they have very specific requests on the radio that Louis just sort of rolls his eyes and just goes along with. So funny. Yeah, he he has a couple singers that he's not a fan of, and he knows them the minute that they come on. And um, so the girls like will find something else, but it's all about their music, and you can only imagine what they're listening to. I mean, all the hits of today, right? All the hits of today. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy too when you hear and I'm sure your kids are doing it like but when my nieces will sing certain songs with um like Bruno Mars the um Oh, that's uh, anything Bruno's fine. What's that? Anything Bruno's fine. Totally. Yeah. But some of the lyrics like um uh that the song that's what I like. It's what I like. Uh, Pink you know, champagne on ice. Yeah. 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 Uh isn't and there's a line what is it about um uh, sex by the fire and they're singing yeah, that and then and they're I'm, saying it but they have no idea what they're I'm talking about I'm like you guys about. need the kid version like, no, don't, but don't even draw attention you know, to it just let them say it because they have no idea what they're saying man like yeah. all the crayons in the box that's right like there should be yeah. other yeah, yeah. You know. but to them they're talking about crayons in the box I guess they don't know what it means right? not at all they just love like, the melody Lila's favorite song is I like big butts and I cannot lie that's incredible yeah and Louis right now is I'm sexy and I know it which he does oh my God. with his pants pulled up like an old man and no shirt off. And he's just like, I'm sexy. And I know. Oh it. my God. They know their power. They know their power. You know what's crazy is like if he like went on America's Got Talent and did that. And nailed it. There's probably no reason why that wouldn't <clears throat> like just the stuff that does get attention and exposure and like end up in Vegas for like a, a little bit of a run. A run? Like I little might, kids singing like standards. I would like love standards. my kids to have a run in Vegas. <laughs> I would like for real? to keep me in the Did you hear that, Vegas? No, I would never let my kids. I Like, when you're 18, you can do whatever you want. even let them go to want. Vegas. But until you're 18, you're going to be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, so back to premieres real quick. Yes. Uh, the light bulbs. Does that ever get normal? No. Like the, no. No. Because, again, you, you, it's like you just freeze. I mean, there are people who are really good at it. Like, the whole, this last one, we all looked at each other and we're like, what face are you making? Which one are you doing? Are you That's doing awesome. serious? I don't care. Yeah. Lips slightly parted. Stare down. Are you doing the, oh, I'm so happy to be here. Big smile. Um, you literally become this vortex of self-consciousness where you're just like, please, dear God, let it be an uninteresting, not horribly unflattering you know, just non-judgmental, you know, face. You just, you, all you're praying for is just no four chins, that your, your upper lip doesn't get stuck to your teeth like that. <laughs> you're praying that you can just get away and not freeze and just get to the end of that line yeah. without like a bad video clip, a bad, you know, sound bite. It's just... And then also stay so relaxed and like connected like, that you can like <laughs> try to be funny and not... Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's mind-bending. Hey, you've it's mastered mind- it. It's freakish. Uh, is there even just like cameras in general? Like yeah. the uh, when you took um, Melissa and Ben and yeah. Michael and Sumi and I to Disneyland after yeah. the heat, remember? Yeah. And uh, that was the first time that uh, so uh, I think it was People Magazine had taken a picture of us walking through oh, the park. Yeah. And you, what were you shoving in your mouth at that Popcorn. time? Popcorn. Popcorn. Yeah. It was Handfuls. maybe the best picture of me Every, that you could possibly uh, yeah. ask for. Yeah. Yeah. And also remember I, I uh, previously done a video with my buddy Andrew Santino where we got really drunk and stoned and did those Christmas videos. And I, sh- I, mean, I think I showed you a little clip and you were like, yeah, never show that to uh, any uh, person that you want to think you are cool or attractive to because this is the worst thing I've ever I'm seen. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying yeah. to help you. And, and, then, and I'd fallen and I had like a black eye and so why do I remember this 
Uh, I, don't know. I was juggling a kid. Yeah, there was a lot going yeah, on. Yeah. And also Disneyland was right in front of you. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was but fun, I had a black yeah. eye and mid popcorn bite, and the camera got me, and I was and like, "And you looked like a crazy stalker behind me, and your yeah, mother because was like I was five just a couple steps like to the side, so yeah. you look like a crazy person." Yeah. And, but I was like, "This is not how I wanted to make my People Magazine debut." Yeah. Wow. But so my question for you is because you looked like composed and smiling. I'm like, well, no, "Do you have a also, second we sense?" We weren't composed and smiling. M- Melissa and I were juggling kids. I was shoving Louis around in his little stroller. Like you just, he was dead. He was not moving anymore. He was like, he was like dead weight and yeah. you know just sort of floating on the side yeah um you know what when you have kids the last thing you think about is anything else but how am i gonna what, what do you need where are we going now because i think we were walking back to the hotel because we were just wiped like, we watched the parade yeah wasn't that wasn't that the shot yeah 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 they were the kids were dead we had to get them back and get them some food so you really i am the person that when i'm nailed by photogs i have dog hair on me my <laughs> clothes are wrinkled i have you know some part of some kid's sandwich i never remember that oh i'm stepping outside there could be a photographer yeah you it like and i need to start remembering that because it's like kids 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 running out of the house you've like like I, this morning i went oh my god what plastic clip is in the back of my hair right now i don't think about it so. but i also don't want to be the person that always looks turned out yeah. That looks like I spent two hours in hair and makeup before I left the house. That's not me. Yeah. I, we are running out, dragging homework, making sure the lunches, you know. And, and if it, that results in unfortunate photos, um, that's fine. Because that's me. That's just me. <laughs> so don't worry about your black guy and your popcorn. Okay. That's real. Yeah. I just didn't know if there was a way to like sense like, yeah, when Don't get coming. hammered the night before. <clears throat> okay, that's Fall down drunk. Have injuries from your escapades. And then show people And when you eat evidence. popcorn... Just a few kernels at a time, yeah. not the entire I went bucket. With the whole handful. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got that cool. Um, it was a Spider-Man or Star Wars bucket, the commemorative. Oh yeah, what was that? Wait, was it R two D two? That's what R two D two. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. right, then I came back with it, and Lou was like, "Is that for me?" I was like, "Yeah, yep. yeah, dude. Yes, it is. That's right. He had that. He, yeah. he clung to that for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's awesome. We still have that. Um, my dad saw the movie last night and uh, oh my God, told me to he tell went you. To the, Happy hour screenings on Thursday night. He lives in Salem. He's a doctor in Salem. He's seventy four. The fact that he went. He loved it. That's awesome. I um, wish I'd saved the voicemail he left me, but he told me he was just like, "It's like she carried the movie. It's unbelievable. Everybody's great." Does your does he speak like that? No, he doesn't. No, his voice does not. He's a real like like mild mannered, calm doctor. Okay, then give him. Oh, it's kind of like this. What kind of doctor he's a? He's a. Well, he used to be a uh, cardiovascular surgeon. Cardiovascular. They have to be very calm because everyone that comes in is Uh, very. Your heart might be exploding, so we're just going to go right in real quick. Okay, all your arteries are. All your arteries are clogged, but that's not a big deal. We're going to just we're going to admit you now. Mm -hmm. I know you were on your way to work, but let's just admit you now because you're going to bleeding. I know your head is not attached to your body. Exactly, but that's fine. I'm going to take care of it. That's probably how your father speaks. It is. So give him the voice. Okay. <laughs> Give your parents the voice that they have. Not well, this said- one for your mother, <laughs> and not this one for your father. Is that what I did? It's, I don't know. Oh. I don't know what you did. He uh, he loved it though. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm and, glad. Uh, he said it was really fun, and and um, everybody crushed. And uh, it's good. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to facilitate eight. Yeah. And, you know, I'll say seven because I don't sound like a narcissist. Seven incredibly gifted people. Yeah. You know, but who are all like we're all, all leads in their own right. Yeah. Right? So exactly. Like, so, but if we're given the chance to do the next one, then storylines can shift. Things yeah. can go, and you can, you know, you go. Okay, we got through the gate. It wasn't an easy <laughs> entrance. It wasn't an easy film to make, but you know what? It got made, and you have eight people who really like each other, which yeah. it could have gone sideways, and it did not. How many of you knew each other beforehand? Because people assume... None of us knew each other. Everyone knows each other I'd in Hollywood. I'd met Annie Hathaway once. I'd met Kate 
once. I oh, saw really? Paulson at the beginning of her career, and I guess I complimented her when I said, this is going to be a crushing year for you. <laughs> so she thought of me very fondly. Um, I don't... I People just assume at that level no. that like all the Oscar winners hang out no. every Sunday. No one hangs out with anyone. Yeah. We see each other on the red carpet and you do a really cursory air kiss, yeah. you know, good job. And yeah. you go on hoping all the attention's yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. And, but I think because of the late hours, Helena Bonham Carter is a queen. She cool? She's divi- Oh my God. Man, that's so great. Beyond wonderful. Her mom, we made her Granny Ocean. Her mother is like this renowned, brilliant psychologist and she's just... She would be on FaceTime calling us, you know, at night, and we would just talk to Granny Ocean and I'm about what? Th- th- just things in life, just saying hi. Like anytime Helena's mom called, we all rushed to her phone to like have a conversation with someone we wish was our mom. That's awesome. Um, you know, everybody just, you know, we were all doing two things: either we had families, or yeah. someone was doing two jobs at one time. We didn't have a bar on set like the boys. We weren't off at work at, in Vegas at five o'clock. So we'd go see a show and get, you know liquored up oh that's what they we were, were doing, for 13 sure. 14 hour days lying on the floor exhausted juggling kids you know helping each other going i'll do this today and switch with you so, Dang. You can do so we didn't get the bells and, but so next one we want to be like in dubai with masseuses and <laughs> a bar that makes you know and then a bl- yeah, somebody who does like break, smoothies for us because we're all being training you <laughs> yeah. know um you know that's what we want yeah good yeah. idea and still make a really fun film do you ever pick projects that are like location dependent like that? No, I'm the one who reads a script, but gl- glances over the parts where it says at night in the rain underwater. <laughs> yeah. And then we're in a night shoot in the rain underwater and everyone's looking at me going, what were you thinking? Yeah. And I was like, well, obviously I wasn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't. Because, yeah, you're just... You can't, right? That's no, not a way no, to yeah. make a career. Yeah. I've already made some bad decisions in my career that hopefully, you know, I'm forgiven for, but... No one sits out to make a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. Do you even like watching no, your work? No, 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 no. I think no. I saw like, it was Johnny Depp on Letterman once and he was like, I don't watch any of my movies. And Letterman was like, you've never seen Chuck a lot? And he was like, no, I've never seen anything. I don't even know what the pirate movies look like. And he's like. Well, you look like Heath Richards. One. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but he just was like, I can't do anything about it once it's... that That's the hard part. Unless you're producing like actively a physical producer on yeah. it and you have... Which you have been, right? In fine. On Wasn't films. on Oceans, right. but um, I have been. Then you can go in and say, you know what? I know there were better takes. I know there were other moments. I think you need to cut my scene because I suck and, and highlight. That's where you can Whoa. go in. But for the most part, you have no control. And if someone ends up hating you during the course of filmmaking then you're going to see it on film. Yeah. Um, but you have no control. So most actors will look at it and go, oh my God, I'm terrible. Why am I sucking so badly? How about you just, you know, just make the film and walk, do the press, go to, as Kate says, go to a happy place, <laughs> represent and go on with life. Yeah. Yeah. It almost seems like that would be fun, but more pressure to be involved in like the editing process because you're like, oh cool, I get to like really control, yeah. but then maybe you start over uh, analyzing or just in any ed- editing you process. Do, or if you're an extreme narcissist, you make it all about yourself and it doesn't help the film. And sometimes you're not thinking about story. You're like, I didn't like that shot the way yeah, I smiled yeah, there. And yeah, you're like, what? Exactly. And you, you have to sit back and go, what is the best thing for the, the film? And, and if you are just, you know, the whole world evolves around you. You can, you've seen that happen where you go, okay, that person need to be taken out of the yeah. mix. Um, you hope you can step back and be objective. Um, I did love the, um, I saw a billboard for Ocean's 8, and it's uh, the, um, what'd you call it, with the slogan, the, the tagline, that, that Which what's one? it called? The, when it's the, um, whatever the slogan is, below the... Um, below the belt, below the line, below the... <laughs> you know, for the movie, it says like, um, what said, yeah. for every con, there's a, there's a pro, I think that's what it was. 
Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know if it's not. That's a really good it one. It was really good. Yeah. And I was like, wow, who picked that? And what were the other options? Marketing. Yeah. Marketing. This marketing team at Warner Brothers is amazing. Oh, you've got a call coming in. It's your oh, it dad's. Dad. It's your dad's new cell. Oh, uh, could have told you. Dad, right your there. son's you mocking you. Dad's son. Your dad, your son's <laughs> mocking. The the marketing team at Warner Brothers, which is sounds like a boring conversation, but I've worked with them since I did the first film I produced. They're called Miss Congeniality, and I remember they came in. They're like, "We have a trailer," and I was like, "It sucks. It's for women. It's supposed to be funny." And they're like, "Just calm down." This is the first one. This is where we all start, you know, talking. I was like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, standing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've worked with them ever since then. They are brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And they, how they tap into a style, a zone, a, 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 a feeling that they know people will respond to. Yeah. Something that's fair to all eight. Because you want all eight represented equally. You don't want to feel like there's one person that's being singled out. And this is a, this is a you know, an eight-hander. Yeah. Um, some storylines needed more attention on this one. And some storylines will get more attention on the next one, but marketing treated everyone evenly. That's and awesome. They're amazing. And, and his name is Massey, Massey Rafani and Blair Hitch. And I'll say their names because they live an anxious, sleepless oh, man, existence. Yeah. They have kids. And because it's not just our film, they have four other films that are happening. So to get out there and not peak too high. Like I've learned things that are like, we can't peak two weeks out. And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's like if you hit puberty too early yeah. and then you peak in high school. Is basically what they're like, we don't want to peak in high school. Yeah. We want to peak somewhere after college. Oh my God. Yeah. That's like another level of stress that I can't even wrap Like you're good at marketing and figuring out your online and like you're you're good at that. You're going, I know what my base wants, what this world wants. Yeah. I don't have that. I'm like, I just do what I love and then I crawl back under my rock. But that's why everybody wants it to be. Like, I wish I didn't have to do all the... uh, But you do. That's the way it is. I also feel like I'm not in my phone enough. Like, I try to like... You're in your phone. You take your phone to the bathroom. You don't? No. Do you take an iPad? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like to I not... take my meditation gong. <laughs> Do you? Oh. But I was like, what would I take it? Yeah. I roll in this large gong and bong. It relaxes me. It just bong. And then it's like a 30-hour meditate. No. Do no. you meditate? Oh, I do. I do. Kevin Nealon was telling me about how great it is and, and how I need to do it. it. It is like, I got to a place a couple years, it was right around the heat where I was spinning out. Yeah. This is where through Marlon Wayans, I learned I, was, I needed to stop drinking coffee. He sent me to this guy and I go, where are you learning your discipline? I feel like my body is spinning because there's a lot happening in life. I was under yeah. stress. I didn't know how to stop the chaos. I don't take drugs. I'm not a crazy. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do. And he said, go to this guy. He'll take your blood. He'll tell you what you're predisposed to, how to like food allergies and just get your body back into a place. And this guy looked at me, he goes, you have to meditate. You have to calm yourself down. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. So I found someone that taught me and it's been the best thing. Like you can be on a plane cause I hate flying. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like, that will help you. And so she just gives you sort of a mantra in a way. And it's like taking a pill. I can now feel when I'm spinning out, I just start going to that place. It can be for five. It should be for twenty minutes, but it can be for five minutes, and I feel everything calm down. Wow! And and what it does is it helps you organize in your head by the time you're done what to tackle first. Because I look at everything as a big mission. It all comes at me, and I'm like, I have to do the school thing, and then I have to do the work thing, and then I have to do the life thing, and then yeah, I, you know, not enough hours in the day. And not enough hours in the day. Even though what, you're starting at like five or six. I, yeah, like, I started five thirty, and it's more my brain. Yeah. I'm capable of accomplishing what I need to on the list, yeah. but I get so panicked. And it just, after you meditate, you go, oh, I need to tackle this first, then I'll do this number two. And, it, and you don't panic anymore about what you have to do, you just do it. It's amazing. Dang. Yeah. 
And, and I'm, only- I'm teaching my kids too. I'm teaching them how to sort of take a breath because school is hard. It is. Life is hard. Third grade is way more overwhelming than people. Oh my God. Also Third, recess. I, what game am I going to do? Who am I going to play they, with? They make, up their with own, they make up their own rules and their own games now. It's like, it's, they're learning how to code. I'm like, what? sorry, you're doing what? And then he comes home with his Singapore math and I look at that and he doesn't see the tears well up because I have no idea what any of it means. <laughs> like, I don't know. I Singapore don't know what this math? Means. Singapore math. What is that? Exactly. Damn. Is he still <laughs> taking like karate and stuff? No, not, no. that was just a norm. fencing, karate. right? No, he was, he was fencing karate and, now, and then, he, then he stopped that and now he's a wicked baseball player. Awesome. Pick that up. Because of the asthma, he hasn't, but now he's, yeah. he's, he's sort of finding his sport so it's it's um, it's baseball. He's loving basketball. Um, he's just a wicked. He loves Ninjago and Legos. Does he want you to do like a sports Harry movie? Potter. No, that I'm might be next, I'll right? I'll show him the blind side. Yeah, I'll say I did it. Oh uh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you um, for that movie? Uh, you spent a lot of time with Leanne, right? Was the name Leanne of it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You spent a lot of time with her, right? Yes. Before that, yes. Is that consistent with like most people that are playing somebody in a movie? Or? You would think if that person is still alive, yes. Right. Yeah. If they're dead, you can't really spend time. With Great point. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I've I've never played real. I've done it twice. Nell Harper, um, um, Harper Lee, and Leanne Tui. And I wish this is my one regret. I knew how private Harper Lee was. And I, I, anyone who's private, because I'm fiercely introverted and private, I'm like, I will never, ever, ever seek them out just for self-satisfaction. Yeah. People don't know you're actually in a box right now. I'm, I'm, in, I'm like the like, boy in John Travolta in a bubble. I'm yeah. this, that, you're a bubble woman. Yeah. She wheeled me in and she has me up to an oxygen. <laughs> and you can only reach in with little plastic gloves and touch me right now. Oh, um, that'll be life at some point. <laughs> but but it's, it's um, Nell Harper... Lee Harper Lee is is someone that I wish I had met and sought out just to say thank you because yeah. what she did at a time where it was it was not a part of the the vernacular I I, I she did so much especially my my children are African American and I, I just go someone who put her thumb on what was happening the heartbeat of what was happening in in our world in our country in such a loving insightful way um, I wish I'd met her before she died but that's the only one but Leanne's very much here. Is it very much a, still running the country? Is it like an assumed thing uh, for an actor that you're like, yeah, okay, you're going to play that person if you have the chance that you need Absolutely. to do that? You hunt them and, down, and yeah. you and, and like no one's too, ever been like, I'll just read a book and look no. at the pictures on Google. And because I got Leanne it. is very, I mean, this, I've only played two people, but Leanne yeah. is has such a specific way of speaking. And yeah. I was like, was that the first thing you were like, I want to get? I needed to figure that out. I said because no one is going to believe that she she's. You think I talk fast? It is just. And so I was like, I need to nail down her rhythm. And it took me a long time. I kept saying, something's not right. Something's not right. And then I realized, don't stop. Just don't stop. Get it all. She gets, she wants you to hear her right now. She will get you in a corner and make sure it is all out of her mouth before she leaves you. And once you figure that out, you find someone's rhythm. Yeah. We all have a rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. But I was lucky. I was lucky. She was so generous and she was there and she just like, anything you need. What kind of things would you... Uh I mean, again, like, I'm just so curious about that, that process. Mm-hmm. Like, do you make a list of things that like, all right, these are the things I need for I need the to find out to execute this. Did yeah. this happen? What would you do? And, you and know, once the, you see the script, you're like, all right, story-wise, I need to know this stuff. Yeah, Maybe get some deeper stuff that I can Absolute internalize. Stuff that you, you does, is, isn't actually written, but you know it's sort of the story yeah. that you can always rely on. And I was like, you know, like, we're like a color palette. She's, oh, I have my color palette. 
for her makeup. And so she gave me her color palette and I said, we shall use that. Found out her favorite designers. Like once we just got the, it sounds like little things, but once you get into wardrobe, most actors will tell you that does half the job for you. Oh really? Yeah. It does have like a shoes, specific shoe makes you walk a certain way. She had a very specific brand she liked. She liked things tailored a certain way. She had great assets, like show them off. Yeah. And I was like, if you got it, flaunt it. And yeah. so like for me, who will wear like a trash bag and belt it, you know, <laughs> And she still liked kill it. she liked it nice and tight, you yeah. know, and I was like, all right, let's go there. Yeah. And and it makes you feel different. Uh little things even probably to like favorite drink and like favorite curse word and like that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, or all no. that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't remember what her favorite curse word was, but Yeah. What's your favorite curse word? Fuck me. Whoa. Like if I get mad, it's always at myself. So it's like, fuck me. You know, and everyone just kind of goes, oh, on sets. <laughs> should we should we laugh? Should we Is that okay to make a comment about? I'm like, yes. Yes, you can comment on it. Best of moment number two, a hilarious dude, a great dude, and someone who Brad is often mistaken for. It's Wee Man. Was it number two or three was the little people fight in the bar? Uh, Three. Okay. Yeah, that was just the last I mean, you have to know on paper that that's going to crush because the looks on people's faces was when so the, epic. When the cops <laughs> run in, when the dwarf we, cops run we in. Wanted, we wanted one cop to come in on a mini pony, but it just it wasn't happening. <laughs> Couldn't get a mini. Wait, did you have mini ponies ready yeah, oh, to go? We were ready to go. We, we are always ready to go. Okay, so the funniest part of that one was, so we go into this bar. We kind of figured out I was in San Pedro. Mm-hmm. And since I'm from the area. Yeah, that's South Bay. Yeah, South Bay. Uh, I know people. So it was day. It was daytime. <laughs> I know pony people. <laughs> yeah. So we go in. They go in kind of with the small cameras hidden and stuff. And they save two seats. And I come in with Kara. With, uh, uh, Tara. Tara. Uh, t- yeah, t- Tara. Tara, who's now a star in herself. She's got. She was in Little Women Los Angeles, and now she's got her own reality show. Yeah, it's yeah. reality, bro. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to give her some credit, but yeah, whatever. So, no, <laughs> look, yeah. look at the hate for the little <laughs> no, people. I'm Listen, I'm just. She's kidding. not on our level. I don't know on his level. So <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. I'm totally kidding. I love. I love causing controversy. Yeah. It makes it makes things good. Exactly. So. We roll in, and I pull up to the bar, and I swear, as soon as I sat down, my buddy's across the way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, Jay, what's going on? I'm like, oh, hey, bud, not much. Just, you know, got first date, meeting at a bar. I'm like, oh, cool, you know? And all the camera guys kind of noticed. So one had to go over, stand by him a little, because he knew when shit was about to go down, right. that guy would probably jump in, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, because yeah. for the fight thing. For the fight, yeah. So, yeah, yeah for... People that don't know the bit, God, go find this bit. It's it's, it's unbelievable. You Somebody, take, I just, at my bank today, the bank teller lady goes, yeah? oh my God, I saw you in this like video. And I'm like, video? <laughs> and she's, I'm like, what video? She goes, well, it was like in a bar. And I'm like, oh, someone clipped it and just yeah. made yeah. a clip it, of it. You, you take a dwarf woman, Tara, out, uh, out on a date. Uh, she runs into her dwarf ex-boyfriend, and you guys start getting into a fight, and then, like... His buddies show up. His dwarf friends show up. <laughs> it's a full brawl then. And then, like, the dwarf cops show up. And what? then after that, one of the guys gets hurt, so the dwarf paramedics come, <laughs> take the guy out and take it. You just kept heightening it. That's oh, dude, so... boom. You thought it was over when two little dudes were fighting? Yeah. No, two more buddies came in. Boom. Then two little cops came in. <laughs> you also did it in a place where, like no one around no, there were, seemed like they were like, all right, now it's getting crazy. Where are no, the cameras? No. Everyone's just like, 
Dude, it was. Thank God the dwarf paramedics are here. <laughs> like, uh, we're nearby. Well, and that and, and that kind of shows you how much people don't know about little people because there's probably some people that by the way, well, obviously they have their own paramedics. You know, uh, they're used to working yeah, on each yeah, other. Yeah. They so, could uh, sense something yeah, yeah, was yeah, wrong. Yeah, 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 they yeah, all yeah. travel together. Yeah, 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 it's a fine. traveling yeah. thing together. There's one Mini Cooper outside. Yeah. And that's, uh, it that's takes a lot of time up. to get here because they were catapulted <laughs> here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking bonkers. The phone number you dial is three one one. <laughs> oh my god! Perfect. Three one one. You get the little cops and the little paramedics. That's true. That's absolutely true. Best of moment number three. One of the best comics working in the fucking world, Bill Burr. Are you going to be one of those uh, uh, dads? Uh, you said your daughter's about to turn a year and a half. Yep. Which uh, it's adorable to see how. Uh, just oh, dude, in awe you I'll are show, of I'll show you a, yeah. like, the cutest video ever I remember talking to you at the day. store maybe maybe a couple months in and or no it actually was in Boston we were walking uh, to um, the House of Blues and you were just like just gushing over it and I was you know and, and I was talking to you about like man I just don't know if I ever get in a place and you were like you have to you can do both because I was telling you that was my concern of like yeah. still staying active with this and then doing it but you found the balance it's a yeah? job dude Mm-hmm. It's a job. You fucking, and also you can actually see your kid more if you do this this business right. You can actually see your kid more than somebody with a nine to five. I mean, there's days where I go on the road, but I mean, I'm, I never go out for more than two or three days, um, and then I fly out the day of the gig, so I make sure that I see her there in the morning, and then uh, I'm on the first one coming back, and uh, but then I'm home for like ten days straight. It's awesome. And then yeah. I think when she gets like older, I'll just sort of work around her spring breaks in in summer vacations until she gets old enough that she's sick of me and I embarrass her. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to be that dad if she plays sports, which she probably will, oh, yeah. <clears throat> like yeah. screaming and hollering and, and front row. Are you going to be like, you know what? Let me step back and not... I think there's no, no I, I mean, I'll cheer if she does something good, but I'm not going to be like yelling at refs and shit. You're going like to be getting that. dad fights? There's <laughs> no, a YouTube no. rabbit hole you can go down, dad no. fights oh, and uh, great. That, that's not good. <laughs> no, I'm just going to expose her to a lot of different things and see what she gravitates yeah. towards and... Uh, but like one of my goals is that she's gonna know how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna be one of these girls that doesn't know how to do shit. You know, you get a girlfriend and they just don't know how to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved you were like, fucking the door handles like loose. <laughs> it's just like and an Allen wrench. Can you open a jar of fucking peanut butter? Can you put it back on? You can fix this. Yeah, you know. So like, um, it's embarrassing. Know, teach her how to yeah. throw. Yeah, because my wife will handle all the girl shit. You know, right. so I'll do all the. Uh, the guy, I already have her, like, she has, like, these little toy, like, all different colorful balls. She comes out. She's mainly a righty, I think. Nice. She comes out, and she just, like, throws them across the room. My wife hates it. It's on hardwood <laughs> floors, but I love it. Then my <laughs> thing is, I'm trying to throw them back to her area mm-hmm. faster than she can clear out her whole area. And she just, like, loses her mind and has a great time. But now, she'll take out a puzzle, and now she starts to throw the puzzle. So, like, <laughs> I gotta try to like dial it back. Like you do that with ball. You throw a ball, yeah. puzzle. Do you have a go-to dad uh, move, like a silly face or a noise or something you do to try to make her laugh? Um, it changes because they change, and right. then their sense of humor changes. So like, mm-hmm. what used to just imitating a sneeze was like, you know, was lost her mind. Prior level comedy to her, <laughs> and now it's uh, I think chasing her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's chasing her is what makes her laugh. What if you were like, around. now it's like Ellen albums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. You know what's funny is like the, how just how like everything's so new to them that they're like, that their heightened emotions are just like what can just make them cry or like, uh, yeah. you know, like you chase them 
and they're so excited that they have to stop running because like this this jolt of <laughs> like that they stop it's the funniest shit ever yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so it's so cute uh, I understand why people have so many kids because they grow even just a year and a half has gone by so quick that she's not a baby she's a toddler now so I can see that you just want to hit the reset button and just keep having a baby a baby 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 yeah, because right. it's so uh, and, yeah and it does go by it goes by like cruising and and you were a guy that would uh rant about like not getting married not wanting to be married yep. so now so now that you're married kid like do you look back and go like yeah that was the right decision oh yeah but i mean when i was doing that it was my fear of it mm -hmm. you know i mean there was some intelligence to it but a lot of it was my fear of like you know you marry somebody they can just take you for everything you got and you're, yep. you're in this business long enough that's the funny thing when they're talking about in this me too shit all these predators out here mm -hmm. they haven't brought up like you know all of these fucking women out here trying to get your fucking money you know what i mean and they just blame the guys over that shit like i can't believe how good looking i've gotten over the last fucking five years <laughs> You're not that old. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I'm keeping my house. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Like I, you know, yeah. I met a lot of people out here, and you know, that there's like, I mean, it's like fucking ridiculous. Like the levels that uh, guys are getting stolen from out here with with shit like that, and they yeah. just go, hey, you know, well, what did you think? What is that? That's your fault. But I mean, there's no law against. There's no due process. There's just like there's nobody. There's no mm -hmm. law against somebody saying that they love you when they don't, just yeah. so they can get your shit. Yeah, the right. Day after the prenup runs <laughs> out or whatever, you know, it's like. You know, nobody gives a fuck about guys. They, just, they just don't. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. <laughs> it's about them. It's all about them. What What of uh, your work are you excited for your daughter to see first of? Or will you allow her? Like, will you let her watch Efforts for Family at like age 10? I showed my brother's family no, guy at like no, nine. No, and no. they have great I, sense of I, humor I, I because of it. She ever wants to watch any of my shit, that'll be her decision. But I mean, I would never be like, hey, you want to see what I did? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would hope that she would want to watch something else. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that guy to her. I would rather just be like, uh, but, but I mean, I know a lot of guys that, you know, have done way more than me and they're just dad and they're just like, the kids don't care. No, the kids are just like, oh, yeah. God, I get it. You won an Oscar. You know? <laughs> it's just, it's, just, it's the, you know, it's just the stoop, like whatever you do, after a while it's because they're trying to make their break and i think i would guess and then also you bringing them up at some point there's that age you get to where you just think you you got it down you have mm -hmm. life down that's right. like around 11 or 12 right and then you start getting like you become more like their boss and they start getting like disgruntled and shit <laughs> like that like what do i gotta do what this guy says what does this guy know you know well you are uh speaking of boss you are you are technically our boss because you run the All Things Comedy Network, and we it's are co-op, my friend, with uh, you, uh, Al Madrigal, and that's right. Yeah, uh, you guys do make it very cohesive, though. It's uh, it feels very collaborative. It took us a long time to try and figure out how to get this fucking hippo running down the street. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we finally got it, though, man. We're like, you know, you got a good team. Well, yeah, we just sold a special to a network that I'm not allowed to say. Whoa. Although, Jesus, let me never rob a fucking I'll cut bank that out. with you. <laughs> uh, I'll cut that out. Like three other um, <laughs> specials. Uh, I think we're going to do three other hours for that same network. Nice. And uh, we're in talks with some of the sports leagues and uh, we're pitching a, sh a show coming up, you know. Uh, what made you want to start a comedy network? Because I've 
been in the business long enough where I always see artists starting scenes and then the businessman comes in. It's like, all right, I'm going to just fucking, you know, corral mm-hmm. all of this, okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to, you know, I'm going to give you all this exposure. I'm going to own what you do. Yeah. And this blah, 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 blah. And it was going down that same road and uh, I was seeing comics like giving up ownership of their podcast. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, it's like you created this whole fucking thing and you don't need this fucking guy. He needs you. So we just want a place for comics to go to where you could retain ownership and as a collective we could promote each other's stuff and the artists would get the money. All right. That, well. That's the goal. Who knows? 10 years from now. <laughs> and he stole all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why does Bill have a second copter? <laughs> yeah. um, well, uh, thanks for doing this. No worries. It's a good time. Uh, I mean, you're, I don't even know if, you, you, you have to be aware of how just um, much Shut comic. Up, Shut up. All right. I don't hear that. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, but it's a big deal for us for you to do this. So yeah. I appreciate it. Why are you talking like you've never met me before? We fucking hung out. I know, but it's, it's like a uh, big deal. It you is. Sit down and talk to me like I have a thousand times before. I understand. I'm not going to take in compliments. Yeah, I know. But you're not. shut up. Best of moment number four from Curb Your Enthusiasm and the Goldbergs, the hilarious Jeff Garland. You know, I used to like old artists. Like, I love Neil Adams. I love John Buscema. Like, I'm really into comic books. It's amazing. I hate comic book movies for the most part. Interesting. Why? Because the stories are just... No, I don't care. For example, Deadpool, I cared about the characters. Yeah, me too. Passionately. Yeah. What happened to him? What happened to his wife? I cared. Yeah. These movies, I don't care most of the time. Because it's just so... Black Panther, everyone could have died. And he essentially did. Yeah. I didn't care. Spoiler alert. If you're one of the two well, no, people who didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying... Buffett, did uh, you see Black Panther? No, hell no. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to dive into why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not probably why you think, but yeah. nonetheless. Oh, no, no, I like Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> you're more of a sea life superhero. Which, by the yeah. way, is coming out. There's an Aquaman coming out. No yes, starring, uh, starring the man the that... from... Uh, yeah, that my wife... Have t- has told me that she would uh, cheat on me with like in front of me. If, if if it was her and Jace Momoa, she would not care. She would she just would be she, like, "And would you clap in rhythm as they fucked?" <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'd be like, "Let's Wait, keep the timing going." Yeah, yeah what's the rhythm yeah, like? Yeah. That was. I mean, cause, well, it's yeah, whatever. Women, it's women Momoa. Dig, He's women, got his own rhythm. Women do dig that dude. I will say. <laughs> Although I didn't even see the like, I didn't go see the Justice League movie. Not me no. either, because it looked like crap. Yeah. And I saw Wonder Woman, liked it, didn't mm-hmm. love it. You know, it was, a, it was good, you know. But none of these, like Deadpool, I'm trying to think of another one that I was passionate about. Yeah. The Wolverine movies? Um, Hugh Jackman's got Logan. a nice edge to him. Hugh ja- By the way, he's really good. They're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't hate those, yeah. but I, I've hated others. Iron Man? I like the, the first one. Yeah. They're all fine. Like, what, what, what did I hate? What about... Um, Captain uh, America, good. Yeah, great, you know. You see Chef Guy? Have you seen the trailer for that? Chef Guy? It's about Chef Boyardee, and he learns how to... <laughs> By the way, you realize that's not... Why are you laughing, Brad? Hey, it's not funny. It's funny to me. <laughs> it's not even Don't funny. joke about I a love, fictional Boyardee superhero I, I love a good, no, but I love a good Boyardee better. reference. By the way, that was just not funny. <laughs> Adam, I expect more from Jeff, you. Jeff, I wasn't trying to be. Oh. Well, then by the I use this podcast to pitch movies. I love Adam so much. <laughs> Adam is the best guy. And funny and good and thanks, delightful man. and handsome. Well, thanks for... Look at you. Well, thanks for... Look champ. at you and Brad. 
the ladies must just finger themselves <laughs> for this show. I mean, that's why we had to stop doing live shows together, Jeff. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, it, it, it was just a problem. Yeah. Uh, speaking of doing live shows, we just did a big one together. Uh, oh, yeah, the K-Rock thing. Yeah, we did the Kevin and Bean April Fool's shows. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, was 6,000 people. Yeah. Was that the largest audience you've ever done stand-up no, for? No, I've done for 10,000, and I hated it. Wow. And so... Where, where was 10,000? In, in San Jose, maybe? It was in uh, San Francisco. And, but okay. the point being is that I didn't like it, and I really liked that theater. That was fun. The, the yeah, Microsoft the uh, theater. Microsoft Theater in, yeah. in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. There Did you perform a... there before? No. I'd been on stage. I'd been, I was there for Emmys numerous times. Oh, cool. Yeah, but you know, I hate the Emmys. Really? Yeah. Award shows in general? Hate them. Passionately hate them. Why is that? Have you been to one? Nope. All right. Well, my friend, <laughs> let me just tell you ahead of time, it's an honor to be nominated. Sure. It's great to win. Mm -hmm. I've won a Golden Globe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Golden Globe is pretty fun. That seems, well, that's like where, drink. that's a, <laughs> well, that's movie the one, and TV people. It's just, it's just, a, that's a more, that's the most fun of all of them, but unless the host is like, I've been there when Shandling hosts, wow. I've been there with Conan hosts. Uh, you know, it's great when you have a funny host, but you know, if you have a sh shit host, so there's no fun like bathroom stories like me, Al Pacino, Glenn Close are all taking a shit. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> that's true. Al Pacino, Glenn Close, and I were taking a shit in the same toilet. <laughs> we, we did different angles, and it was a delightful time. Many good stories, which I promise I keep secret. I said, but I am going to tell everybody we shared a toilet. I said, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, is, is, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You live here. Yeah. How do you deal with this room? Do you take the pictures down in the... I, I'm not a fan of, of it. it we, I tried to make this like a podcast. No, it's an office. It's very much an office podcast room. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm in a thing. But if you live here, that's got to suck. Yeah, I mean, look, there's... You um, walk in here and, and, you know... I get oblivious. I mean, like, look, I uh, I could probably take some of this stuff down. But, but that's then a lot everyone's... of energy. But that's a lot of energy every day to put it up, take it down. It and, is, yeah. You know, exactly. Try to, try to balance. Is it that out. a real poster from the movie, or is that one that was made? Real poster. Oh, it's a cool poster. We made a handful of them, yeah. And you know, for me, I was like, oh, this this could be the last time I'm in a poster. What? So let me just put it up. You're you're don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You're po wonderful. Positive thoughts. That's uh, right. I don't go for that. Now, I, I want to be humble. Yeah, mm -hmm. but be confident. Yeah, that you know what you're doing as a comedic actor. I feel like I do, and you, 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 you'll work. It's all about confidence, yeah. man. Confidence, but be humble. Be like, I'm lucky if I'm in the heat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I want to ask you this: What yeah. was it like? And you can be very candid for because uh, auditioning for Curb, I went in twice. I think you were there the first time, maybe right. not the second time. Yeah, because of the schedules, it was yeah. tough. And uh, this season, I'm there every day for everything for Curb. Do you enjoy awesome. that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so so I went in the first time for the Uber driver, and look, I was I was it was one of those things where you know, like we talked about, favorite show of all time. Very pumped to even be there, and the nerves were running high on the way there. And then when I got there, everything just settled down, right. and it was just like you said, it was a very like humbling, confident of like uh, confidence where where you I, know what I, I you're was, doing. Yeah, I was like, hey, you and know, you, way, you got to this moment for a reason. That's exactly right. Yeah. But also, what is there if you're auditioning? Why should you be nervous? Nervous for what? Nothing bad can happen to you. Yeah. Either you get the part or you don't. Yeah. So you might as well, when you're auditioning for anything, do it with joy. Yeah. Because there's, 
you you either get the part or you don't. So yeah. what are you nervous about that you'll fail? And guess what? You probably will fail. Yeah. You probably won't get it. You know, and not because you're good or bad, just because you're not exactly right. It's like there's a the odds are stacked against you. Yeah. So have a great time. Yeah. I did try to let a little of that seep in of like, all right, well, you might not get it, you know. But I wanted it. But how do you how do you meet that with like wanting it so bad? Which is what I was letting myself get overtaken with. Well, by the way, <laughs> you want it, but you know, it just look. Here's what it is, man. You got a job to do, yeah, and you got to take what you do seriously, yeah. and don't take yourself seriously. Yeah, and if you're wanting it too bad, you're taking yourself seriously. Yeah. Now, no, is this just, something that you've learned through? Uh, I, I read somewhere that you started doing transcendental meditation. I've been doing trans- med- transcendental meditation for years, but no, that's not okay. Yes, everything in my life experience has led to me knowing these things. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but it's it's it really. Don't let the ego overcome you. Yeah. Don't, just be like, this is what I do, man, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you'll and you'll do the see the great what what I always wanted to do, and what I aspire to do, is do what I do, and then if I leave an audition or I film something, and I've done what I wanted to do. Yeah. I've done my part. Yeah, that, and that's what I try to preach. And, and you did that on my movie. Yeah, you did what you wanted to do, and that was exactly what I wanted you to do. Cool, and that's why I hired you. You know, um, as I recall, did you audition for my movie? No, you just gave it to me. All right, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, because I knew you could do. You saw me in something and said, "I'm going to put you in this." No, that's not what happened. I thought that's what you said. No, no, I, I, I showed up to your door with a boombox over my head. <laughs> no, John Cusack style. No, but the point being is, I I knew you. I knew what you were capable of. Right. I'd seen your work. I seen you do stand up, and I'm like, you can nail this. You know. Yeah. And hopefully, I'll do another one, and you'll do that character <laughs> yeah. again. I loved it. Best of moment number five. I mean, he needs no introduction. It's Jim Jeffries. What was the question? 1726. That's when the bar yeah. opened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just made everyone do math. Anyway, I apologize. So Don't make me do that. <laughs> well, so, how dare so, you? So, anyway, so I'm behind the bar, and this phone number rings. This phone number. My phone rings. Mm. And I pick up the phone, and I'm drunk. Like, I'm pouring a Guinness leaf. Uh, <laughs> pouring my own beer behind the bar. Yeah. And I have, hey, it's uh, Jay Leno. <laughs> I've never met Jay Leno in my entire life, and I'm leglessly drunk. Yeah, and Jay doesn't drink. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, hey man, how are you doing? He goes, hey, um, I'm gonna be doing a, a a stand-up spot on the Tonight Show, like that, right? I went, oh, congratulations on getting the Tonight Show. <laughs> <laughs> Who books that? Right, he goes, he goes, I have a routine. And someone's told me it's similar to one of your routines. I want mm-hmm. to run it by you. It's a nice thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Turns out, it's, for, for mine, it was pretty much the same joke. Mm-hmm. So the joke was, um, they used to do about how, like, male strippers are always, like, firemen or yeah. a police officer or whatever, right? Okay, because even when a man's naked, a woman wants to know that he has a job. <laughs> right? That was, there you go. Yeah. Cake, right? Great joke. So, so... Uh, so I go, look, here's the deal. I recorded that joke maybe five years ago. I said, uh, if you want to do it, I don't, I don't give a fuck. But if anyone asks, I'll say that you rang up and you asked if you could do it. You know mm-hmm. Um And he's like, oh, great. Thanks, Jim. Thanks. That's really sweet of you. Bye, bye. So anyway, so we keep, we keep, <laughs> we keep drinking. 
We keep drinking, and these two young comics come up, and they were like, hey, uh, we were new comics, blah, 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 blah. Give me a photo, and I'm like, sure. And I go, what are you guys doing here? And I was leather, and they go, oh, we run a comedy gig in the basement. And they didn't ask me, but I was so drunk, I was like, I'll open for you. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so drunk. I, so I, yeah. I go downstairs with this little night. cave. There's maybe 15 yeah. people in the room. And, so, and then the next day, I'm doing a 4,000-seat room in Dublin, right? Fuck. And so I'm in, but the day before, I'm in this 15-seat venue in, the, in this fucking old pub. And so they go, oh, we have a very special guest. And they're all college-type agents. Yeah. Very special guest. Please welcome Jim Jeffries. Not one of those 50 people knew who the fuck it was. Not one. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, well, what I'll do is I'll just do a routine mm-hmm. that um, just one story and then I'll fuck off, right? So I decided to tell that the, the, the I, I, I performed uh, for a party for Mariah Carey. Yeah. And Al Pacino yes. was there and Warren Beatty. Yeah. And yeah. So, so I was like, I was like, so I'll just tell that story. Now, what I had forgotten is, because I don't do a lot of little clubs and all that stuff, a lot of my material now is based around the fact of you knowing who I am <laughs> and, and, and previous previous routines that I've done. <laughs> so, you, yeah. so it's yeah. me name dropping. I'm just like, anyway, so Eddie Murphy was there and then yeah. Al Pacino was over there and then they requested the gun control routine. <laughs> And these people are like, what can control routine? It was literally me telling people, I'm famous. You don't know who I am, but I'm famous. Yeah. So, so I'm doing all the different different impersonations and stuff. It's dying. And the story, there's no easy way to get out of the story. I'm locked in. Yeah. The whole thing. I'm like, oh, I got another 15 minutes of this fucking story. I got to <laughs> yeah. get through, right? All while completely hammered. Yeah. All while completely smashed out of my face. Yeah. The gig's going terribly. Um, Jay Leno's in the back like you changed on this no, no 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 <laughs> my phone rings yeah Jay Leno no <laughs> I'm on stage so I thought no. this will salvage things <laughs> so I turned on speakerphone hold on thing, he goes hey Jam it's Jay Leno <laughs> like this right and, and I went hey hey Jay how yeah. are you yeah he goes out of sight I'm not gonna do that joke there's no point me doing that joke. I, I, I got other material. I can do a different joke. Anyway, thanks for being so cool about it. And I'm like, all right. And I hang it up. I go, that was uh, Jay Leno. And this girl in the audience, like, thought, because I dropped so many names yeah. earlier, she went, sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all thought that the gig, like, like, that you like planned a- that I had a couple of yeah. mates in the back, and I go, if the gig goes badly. <laughs> Ring up and do the Jay Leno. <laughs> do the oh. thing that always saves my show. Oh my God. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's just and that's just fifteen people going. This guy's really committing to the whole "I'm famous" bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jay Leno's calling me. <laughs> Best of moment number six. One of the funniest people in movies today. Um, the Heat spy Ghostbusters got a new movie coming out this spring which will probably win an oscar for it's melissa mccarthy 
Well, that's a that's a great segue. In uh, your your party was the last time I saw you, which was yes. bonkers, and I it was what, West- were you, what were you wearing? I wore a. Um, Did you tell the people what you're wearing. Yes. Do you remember? Is that why you're bringing it up? Yeah, shockingly. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I walked in. You can buy these. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it as if like other people are going to do this. I probably am the only person who's kept that business alive. So you can this buy. Is your, this is your tips and tricks segment, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now for the listeners, the holiday season's coming up, uh, and if you want, if you want to really separate yourself at the party and make a grand entrance, which if you want to get Melissa McCar- McCarthy's attention right away, uh, wear a one of those horses that looks like basically you pull it up and then it looks like you're riding the horse so your legs you, has, you got one of those it has fake legs dangling yeah. below the horse it's amazing Dude. and also it looks a little yes it may look like you're riding it it also kind of looks like one's coming out of the center of your abdomen <laughs> like, like it's like an alien creature and it's and like the horse's limbs are really like loose so it may or may not have passed away <laughs> Like, there's just an amazing effect. There's like so many things hit you at once. Well, that, I love that you said that because it, it was uh, there was a, a an air uh, thing attached to it that mm-hmm. had to keep it pumped up. Yeah. So there was a point throughout the night when you saw me and then you were just like you looked at me and you got like you got like visibly sad. I think like it was a, like I wanted to film this reaction and put it on your reel because it was a brilliant performance. You looked at me and you go you go. Did it die? <laughs> and you're like, oh is it? God. Do we need to have a funeral? And I was like, I think because I. And then I looked down and I didn't realize, and the horse was just like, oh, just, sad just, pony. Yeah, it was a sad pony. <laughs> uh, does it come in Shetland pony? Because that's the only way it would work for me. <laughs> you know, what? anything's oh possible. God. We can we can Yelp review them. But that. But how you're a big uh, theme uh, party. Uh, like you you like that aspect I just of it, think yeah? Because I I really do, especially because like especially during like the holiday season where there's so many parties where you have to get dressed up or you have to do all this stuff for work. I just like it because you, there's just no way not to make it dumb. Like everybody <laughs> looks kind of like an idiot. But Perfect. I feel like when everyone looks like an idiot, lovingly said with all the affection I have, you yeah. can also talk to anybody. So it's like, it doesn't matter if you don't know that person, you're both wearing like leather chaps and a duster. Like you can go, you can go to them because somebody's gonna look like even crazier than you. Oh, it, it just—I just feel like it's like—I don't know why I get such a kick out of it. And and then, and then of course there's always the scene where someone walks up to the person in leather chaps and a duster and goes, "Way to go for the theme!" And they go, "Theme? <laughs> no, how dare you? How dare you?" <laughs> Uh, yeah, that um, uh, that was crazy. You the, the showed mechan- me a video of Melissa riding a mechanical bull, not a euphemism, and that was... I wish. I wish it was. It was actually just happening. And it was less riding and more of me just falling off. Well, that was, I mean... Like I couldn't, I could not get on that bull. I know. He said that video to me, and I was like, destroy that or I'll murder you. Yeah. Excuse me. First of all, you're standing on. First of all, I had many drinks. Yeah, yes. That's the only way to get on that thing, though. I went on like still somewhat sober, and I was trying too hard, and then I hurt myself. It's like nobody wants to watch somebody really try to do it. I didn't have the height. Like you're standing on a huge marshmallow, so if 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 you get up on it and you're thrown, you don't die. Mm -hmm. So you're on unlevel ground, and then. The horse is like on a crazy angle, and I thought, like, well, I'm strong. I can get up on it and hold on. You can't. You can't do it. And then I also could not stand straight. So I finally got on onto it for like 
I would say less than two seconds, and I finally got up and I was like, "Hey, I did it!" <laughs> and I just fell right off the other side. And I will I say this about you. Tragic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will say this My about horse you, died Melissa. Again when it's yeah. <laughs> uh, no one, no one falls funnier than you. You you have you, you have a way of just and I don't know if that's a curse or a blessing blessing <laughs> blessing because oh my god we were watching it's like extra is it extra sad that's like it <laughs> well like we were watching the trailer for your upcoming film that's coming out uh, Friday today uh, yes. li- uh, life of the party and there's a scene where you're lighting a bunch of things on fire and you do a full back roll. And it's yeah. just, it, it's unbelievable. I think there's players in the NFL that would go, I can't do that. <laughs> I just think there's some, I don't, I mean, it's like because I'm an, a monster. When someone falls, once they know that they're not like actually injured. Yeah. The initial, I mean, I think a lot of people do it. There's something about just seeing someone do take such an awkward fall or a stumble or like even if somebody just like like drags their toe and makes that like stutter step yeah it destroys me <laughs> like it's the funniest i become like a, a shitty 11 year old that's like, <laughs> <laughs> like i know it's terrible sometimes i feel awful about it sure but yeah but like if they're not hurt reaction yeah wait do you- they know they're not hurt it's fine but like sometimes i do it beforehand but i'm like you're just nervous i'm nervous if you're hurt and i'm laughing and like like we, I was coming up the subway. This is eons ago in New York, and my friend during rush hour was just like packed, packed with people. He fell, and it was on the steps coming up toward the street. And he arched back so hard trying to like pull out of the fall that it made him fall really slowly. Oh no! And I mean, he fell all the way, all the way down, like legs, belly, face <laughs> on those dirty steps. And then I started laughing so hard <laughs> that I. I was bent over and I couldn't I couldn't stand up and I was holding onto the railing because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to fall. I'm, <laughs> I'm like now, and this woman finally, and we're holding up all these people yeah. and a woman finally passed us and turns around and looks at me and she goes, well, I'd hate to have friends like you. <laughs> <laughs> and that- Instead of helping him up, I was just like, ah! <laughs> and I was having like a full conniption. Like I couldn't, I couldn't help him, and then it's like it turned on me, and I couldn't even get myself up, which is like so <laughs> terrible. And that woman who screamed that out, Glenn Close. Glenn Close, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she can be so mean sometimes. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about our love of Glenn Close. She's the greatest. Yeah, she's she's like on a weird list of for me of like people I'd love to act alongside. Of, I mean, she's just, she's amazing. I've met her a couple times, and it's hard to pull out of like, oh, my God, you're going close. But she was so nice and really cool. I mean, we talk about her in, it's funny, in the movie we talk, we have a whole run on Glenn Close. Are you serious? Really? It's like how much we love her, all of her movies. Yeah, Jesse Ennis is just like wants to, they're trying to they're trying to come up with a nickname for my character. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, D, D-Rock, D-Steady, blah, blah, blah. And Jesse Ennis goes, or Glenn. <laughs> Glenn for Glenn Close. I love I love Glenn Close. And then we just talk about Glenn Close for like a good chunk. And I was like, that was just kind of Jesse and I literally having a serious conversation about our love for Glenn Close that ends up in the movie. Oh, That's- by the way, the cameras are rolling. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? Best of moment number seven. His amazing show crashing on HBO is heading into its third season. A favorite here on the pod, Mr. Pete Holmes. 
doesn't stand up feel like when you come to New York or any city to do it that it doesn't want you and it's trying to kick you out at yes. every turn yes and all that the time. your car is smashing and breaking and that's why you know we did it in New York it's like New York and show business or comedy doesn't want or need you like as soon as you quit there's another guy yeah. exact there's like Adam J is right behind you <laughs> like ready to be a Russian Jew who looks Italian and worked at Universal Studios he's like this close to come in yeah so those things get into the the it's more powerful to lie isn't that interesting yeah like, it's like mm -hmm. we'll be more true if we lie than if we just go like i i wrote pilots and i was like oh pizza jerking off and eating chinese food because that's what it looks like when your wife leaves you and jed would always be like shit has to happen yeah <laughs> something has to happen. thank god for that guy huh i know how much <laughs> do now going to the third season though will um <clears throat> does he I mean, uh, I guess just in involvement. You want him as involved as yeah. possible because he brings so much, right? Yeah. But I mean, does it get to a certain point to where you go, does he feel like he can step back because he doesn't want, he feels you may be growing in running a show the way you are on so many I levels. And he's, one, he's like, yo, I want to actually let Pete produce right. a little bit more because let's see what happens. I think that's very smart because I do feel him a little bit giving us like small increments, like raises in mm -hmm. control. Cool. As we go, because we are learning. Yeah. When sure. when I was worried that, that we wouldn't get a third season just because we were waiting and everybody worries, um, we didn't like hear anything. Yeah. I was just waiting. Uh, I remember I just lost my train of thought. Oh, I was like one of the worst things about if we didn't come back isn't just that the show wouldn't exist. It's that this machine that makes the show yeah. mm -hmm. is getting stronger. Yeah. So it would be like. Just like firing Andre the Giant. He's like, but all I can do is wrestle. All I can do is wrestle. I can't do him. It I mean, sounds very offensive. Well, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Everybody uh, want the peanut? Yeah. That wasn't bad. That was pretty that good. That wasn't bad. Yeah, I do that line. But it, and that's a throwback to his old Planters commercials. <laughs> where he opened the fridge and goes, there's no peanuts in here. And they go, Andre, cut. The peanuts are outside the fridge. No one looks for cold peanuts. But they said they promised me cold peanuts. But in that, this country. That's the only reason I said I'd do it. All right. He's telling us so much. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time with the show, it's sort of it's not unlike being a stand-up comic. Imagine four years into stand-up comedy, someone saying you're fired from stand-up comedy. Right. Like you're canceled from stand-up comedy. Yeah. You can't you, you can't expand on this voice that you're that you're building right. and, and learning. You're, it's cumulative. Yeah. So it's like you keep getting small, small, incrementally better, mm -hmm. little bit by little bit. And that's one of the reasons like this season already, we're just writing now, is already like smoother and better and easier. Wow. Mm -hmm. Just because we know well, what you know, we're doing. Yeah. Now. I mean a little bit. I think about the, you know, Gary Shandling's doc was just on and stuff. Yes, and they yeah. would make just like watching the first 20 something episodes of Larry Sanders. So those guys right. were like a super machine. We're only doing eight. Even by the end of the third season, we'll have done 24 episodes, which is the same as a season of sure. Larry Sanders. So we're not like, I'm not, don't get me wrong. We're not like figured it all out, but we do get better. Mm -hmm. And you do realize like which things aren't as um, vital as you thought they were. How so? Like you just kind of relax a little bit more. Cool. Like I'm getting easy. It's getting easier to have other people write things. I used to think I had to do everything myself. Yeah. And then other people, Judah Miller, our showrunner, would start writing scripts and they would be like better than something I would have written. And I'm just like, this is incredible. Yeah. I feel so like that's happy. normal though, right? If it's your show, you want to... You're, well, especially you're, coming from stand-up. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, why would I let why anyone I? else write my wow. shit? Right. <laughs> but and then you have to learn how to be That's a big employee. move to Damn. get to that point. So it's... And does do you hear that that's consistent with like three seasons in to be like okay I'm gonna like I think so you step start back to, a bit you're, it's like a study in human development or something you're trying to notice who's good at what 
And then you're trying to learn where you can delegate. Because a lot of it is like effort isn't really funny. You want to find out. The Duplass brothers did my podcast. Mark Duplass mm-hmm. did my yeah. podcast. And he talked about just like if there's anyone who can do it better than you, let them do it. So yeah. you can save it for on set riffing. Like no one can riff like me. I'm not saying funny. Like me. Bringing right. As my Pete perspective. Holmes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because my character is me. So I can. Right. Like I'm thinking about the episode with Artie. Uh, the sixth episode of the second season. Which I was, t- if if anything wins you a damn Emmy. <laughs> yeah, man. That episode. The damn Emmys? The damn Emmys. <laughs> there's the Emmys and then there's the there's damn Emmys. There's the damn Emmys. The Demis, hosted by Demi Lovato. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, or but, Demi Lovato. Yeah. But in that so scene. Many it, <laughs> so I, many Demis. So many Demis. From the producers of I Remember Vivian comes. <laughs> so many Demis. And yeah. then I'm trying to remember the name of the guy from Moana. Because <laughs> he's a demigod. He's a demigod. Shit. Oh, what's his name? Uh, you're oh, welcome. Maui. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. How could I forget that? He loved cold peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Voiced by a wrestler. Voiced so that by all made sense. It all made sense. <laughs> Wait, so. But anyway, I bring up what I was There's saying. a lot of episodes that can win Emmys, by the way. But that episode. Oh, oh yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Oh, I, I was telling the story of how I used to be afraid that God would come back while I was jerking off. And that was an improv. Mm-hmm. And no one can Hilarious. fly that in. You know what right. I mean? If he's trying to get me to talk about my faith for the scene to make it real and make it grounded. I, like, it's not to say that the writers couldn't imagine something they could. Yeah. But it's so much easier and if it's real. And that's your voice. It's you know real. how you would tell it. It's exactly. It's like riffing on stage. It's the same sort of thing. Do you thing. do that yeah. in the writer's room, too? Or like, when people are um, uh, pitching jokes or even just you guys are reading through something, will you improvise in a table read even like are you always trying to or, or at some point do you go yeah. all right this is what it is let me save that for the onset or is that judge i think one you? of the things we're learning is to get the script better and better because the second season we ended up riffing less mm. which was interesting the first season actually that's the that, that's the biggest thing i learned was stop fucking riffing really? so much really because i think all of us know what it's like to be a day player on a show and you're so eager. Yeah. So you can't wait to show them how every take I you know. have a new version. I just did that and had to be reprimanded. <laughs> no! <laughs> but, it, but it came right after a compliment. So yeah. it was like, wow, it was, are you a comic? And I was like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah we could tell because you were like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I took that as like, all right, fucking, let's turn it up to, to level yeah, two. Dude, you know, ludicrous too. speed. And then The only I, movie I've ever been in, I was cut out. I don't think it was because of this. It would be funnier if it were and I'd tell it that way if <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was the case. But they cut swaths of this movie. It was her. The Joaquin oh, yeah, yeah, Spike yeah. Jones. So Spike Jones had to come up to me and be like, maybe just do it as scripted. Because I was so yeah. eager. Yes. But then season one of Crashing, every scene I would riff beyond my character's ability to be sure. funny, beyond the reality of the sure. scene. It like make your sense. wife is leaving you. Why yeah. are you like, I feel like Jiminy Cricket <laughs> and Pinocchio <laughs> just kicked me out of the woodshop. Like, why would you say yeah, that? Yeah. That's not real to that scenario, not real to the character. But then you see how it's edited and yeah. you would just, it's not that you'd be embarrassed. You would just be corrected because I'm editing it. And you're sure. like, what was I even thinking? Like the yeah. amount it, it took away from the stakes of the scene. Is that when it was just too? It was just a waste or... of time. Gotcha. It's just mm-hmm. a waste of time. Not that riffing is a waste of time, no. but you you, you got to do it to, to, to learn from yeah. it, right? Like, exactly. and that's the thing too that I think you're brilliant at on stage and in the show. Uh, apparently, from just being fearless with like, I gotta take chances. Yeah. To learn how to pull back, right? Totally. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's times when it's okay, and then there were it, I it just like. Making a show, and again, I'm not an expert, but what it became about saving your energy. If there was anything you could save your energy on, mm-hmm. save it, because it'll make the the moments that you have to get for the plot of the show better. So don't like flare it off like a bottle rocket right. every opportunity. Yeah. 
But then a lot of the jokes that make it through on the show are riffs. Like I'm proud of uh, the line I said to Bill Burr. Um, I'm trying to act like I know about sports, and I go, ah, uh, Jordan, best yeah. of all time. Yeah, <laughs> like Babe Ruth, but black and lean yeah. and jumper. Brilliant, by the Which way. Which is a riff. And in context, yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really appreciate that. And kind I of Burr's reaction right after yeah. that. But you see, that's yeah. what's going on is mm -hmm. I'm just saying it. He's just reacting. Right. And it's But the trouble is you can't always count on yourself being in that good mood where you can riff. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you're just tired and then the scene might suffer. So you got to make sure the script is good. That's, that's the other thing I'm learning. And, yeah, and, the, and, and the writers. I mean... Same joke I make about Judd anytime people yeah. bring him. I don't care for. <laughs> but like, but like, the, like those. Yeah, no, these are amazing writers. Yeah, Emily I was so Gordon excited to see on. those names yeah. and to be like, okay, that's why this, that's why this experience is so authentic. Yeah. as I told you before we turn the mics on, this is the most authentic representation of stand-up comedy in the world of stand-up I've ever seen on TV. I really appreciate that. And, and then I said to you, I wish that was higher praise because it's been <laughs> portrayed so wrong a lot of the time. Yeah. And that's I mean, not, I'm not, not throwing a, shade wrong on other and not even Not even, well, well, I will say, but also, like, accurately and deep enough. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like... I think like Louis does a good job. I actually, yeah. I'm dying up here is, yes. is right a yeah. lot yeah. For that, most for of that the time. time. But, like a, but like a modernized. And also modern starting in New York, the starting story, the yeah. origin story. Yeah. Which let's be honest, it's always an origin story. You, you and I were talking about what mm -hmm. if the show doesn't come back. We're always kind of going like, what's the next thing? Where's yeah. the next we're like uh, pirates, like boring fat pirates. <laughs> I love I've been cereal. waiting to have somebody on this podcast call us boring fat pirates. Boring, dull, BFPs. Yeah. narcissistic pirates that yeah. haven't set yeah. sail ever. No. But I just mean like one of the things, one of the lines I'm trying to get in the third season is um, someone telling Pete, there is no making it. You have to make it 12 times before you make it. And even yeah. that is like a special slot reserved. I don't even Will know Smith. who makes it. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Gavigan on, on my podcast was like, never be cool. Never make it. Because if you, if he, he said this, he goes, if you're on the cover of Rolling Stone, mm -hmm. you can only go down. Best of moment number eight, one of my best buds in the world. You know him from the McCarthy's, from Return of the Mac, and from the new kids on the block. It's Joey McIntyre. But anyway. your fans are smart enough to, to recognize that wow. like, there's one, one bad clown, egg. yeah. Um, but I want to record at Capitol Records Studios, dude, before I leave, right? Because they Fuck. have yes. studio. That's where you know Frank Sinatra did a lot of his classics. Yes. What do you they have? They have this reverb room chamber. They call it this famous chamber in the basement of of that building. The famous cylindrical, you know, Capitol Records. Yes. Um, and in the basement, there's this room that was like formed and like shaped to give a certain reverb sound. They what they did before, you know, back in the day, they'd put a microphone in in that and and record what usually the vocal would sound like. And that's what what Frank Sinatra's reverb was. That was his filter. Oh my so, god. So anyways, I might do that. I don't know. We'll see. You have to. Yeah. What would you record? Well, a lot of the standards that you well, were... no, no, I wouldn't do that. I would do, you know, I mean, we did more current stuff, and then I just thought as like a bonus track, I'd do a new track. I was thinking of that, that Michael Jackson sang this song way back when when he was a kid. It's called Music and Me, and it's uh, it goes a little bit goes, and I'm still I'm like what I you know when you love a song and you're like oh I'll sing that song and then you 
sing it and you're like, hmm, doesn't really fit me. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that with but, most songs, yeah. Um, but, uh, um, Tracy Chapman Fast Car. That's the one that's in my range that I'll mm-hmm. do night and day. And if you want me to do it on the album, I'm, just, I'm saying right now, verbal yes. It's automatic. <laughs> Give it to uh, me. But it's really pretty. And he sings it, yeah, and it's, it's just simple as it. We've been together for such a long time. Now music, music and me. It's really, you know how he used to be really oh, sweet yeah, back dude. then? You gotta do So that. the lyrics are like so sweet and it's just like, and it's acoustic guitar, but it's kind of get, it gets bigger. And I wanted to use the band from the, from the hotel cafe to yes. kind of help me out with it. So I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get it in. Show. Time is a ticking, though. So I know. We'll see. Hopefully, but, they'll be open. Oh, you got. I mean, what okay. is that? Is that a. I don't know. The recording. Got, is it a half day? Is that. Yeah, three hours? it sounds about a half day. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is money an issue? Because I will go in on renting the studio. You will? Fuck. Listen, you're going to owe me for the fucking car, too, man. I got, I got a great lease. No, okay. let's talk about it. I don't want money. What are you going to. I just want. I just want. I, I will help you do whatever. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. not. No, I, it's a great lease, though. Three, I'm not like talking about the car. I'm talking about month. the record. Oh, the the record? No, I, I'll, I'm okay you with that. Gotta do yeah. that, and I gotta be there to watch that, dude. Okay. You, you're also your pipes too. I don't even know. You've probably been asked to describe. Like, have you ever My pipes? Like, yeah, like. Well, no. I'm just thinking I'm about a that. Bel- Mike, I'm a belter. I like the thing. I, but that I get a Jackson well, baby sound. Well, that stuff. You like can tap my, into my that. voice. I'm not, you know, James Earl Jones. That's for sure. Well, you know that what I mean? Attitude. Yeah. What I've discovered, though, what took me years and years to figure out from mixers and sound guys is that most when you're when you're EQing a guy's voice, a lot of times they'll take out the one K, which is a frequency. They'll literally just Take the the fader and put it down to zero because it's not a good frequency in guys mostly. And when people would be mixing me, I'd go, "What the fuck happened?" Like they, you record the song, it sounds great, and then you send it to mix, and the mixer just does something to your vocal. And you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm yeah. not feeling it, you yeah. know. And I know I'm not wrong, but then you don't want to be like the bad guy and this, that, and the other thing. And like finally, I'm like, "What is it?" And it's the one K in my voice that brings it when I'm singing that brings the character that what I bring to the table whatever the fuck that is it's that frequency so I don't know how that explains anything but I, I I'm thank god I figured that out like you know when? at this point in my yeah. career I mean mo- sometimes people wouldn't do it and it just was what it was but when I when they would do it I would go what is wrong I know there's something and that that's it it's the 1k so now I know holy shit yeah now I know and knowing is half the battle and who Listen, said that they have Joe's said that they haven't told me to stop yet they haven't there's no not, well not to my face yet you know what I mean <laughs> so I love to sing I love to perform and uh you know experiences everything so uh, there, um, there's got to be a way too, to. Uh, I mean, New York has so many great spots like Hotel Cafe for you to. be Oh like, yeah, yeah, we got to figure you know, that out. Put up, put up another one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you could find other yeah. musicians out there, right? Well, I got to get my my boy Rob Lewis, who's the new kids. Yes, he's just he's love Rob. So pure, man. Rob that came to my uh, shows that's, in Gotham. Oh, that's right. And that's he right. Came to my Sunday show, man. Yeah, and it was like you know Sunday. He's a hot the, shit. The, He's got a great sense of humor, so I know he loves comedy. He yeah. was so f- dude. I, and look, he's it, a good laugher. There's he's something about laugher. it's. I mean, it's 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 true too. When uh, the first time you came to one of my shows, it's like once you respect uh, and have so much uh, admiration for somebody and what they do 
you want them like you you want to get once you become friends too you're like i want them to see me in my world sure like, and and doing my shit and right like, right because right, there right. is a level of just like respect that goes up between yeah. people yeah, when yeah you yeah. go oh cool you uh you know you're not a piece of shit off right. stage <laughs> right but on stage like you're yeah you know i th- i can tell you have been putting in the time yeah and so rob obviously like another you know musical genius and uh and so i was like man i just want you like and he's you know we've gotten to be cool but i'm like hey, i want you to see me in my element a little yeah. bit and so they came out by himself and he wasn't gonna make it but he came last minute and it was like the lightest attended show but like ended up being the best and like he was so cool i could see him laughing back there like yeah. he was just by himself in the booth and afterwards yeah. chatted for a minute and he was just like uh it was so cool man yeah 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 um also you know um he works with babyface and, and that's uh, your that's your guy that's my guy you know to i'm your- the white babyface you are. So I introduced myself. You are the white baby. I knew there was a white baby yeah. face, but I didn't Hello. know it was you. Salutations. I'm surprised you didn't tell me that already. <laughs> I, try, I try to stay. Um, to your point of, you know, you, you want to see someone in your, you know, element in which it's kind of might wrap things up here for the LA thing and like, you know, come full circle. But yeah. when I first came out here and I met my wife, she was my real estate broker and I was, she was just starting on the job because she came out here figuring she was going to do movies and be an agent she was just like it's not in my heart you know what i mean she just kind of picked wrong and she knew it in her heart and it was uncomfortable as a lot of people feel when they get out of college and they have this plan and it's like okay this isn't gonna work so her mom said get your real estate license you can be out of the office and figure out things you know in the meantime right. you know what i mean and then i i was her first client so a year later we we were married so wow. she got something out of it she didn't get a career but she got a, a a husband and a family but so when we were but when i first met her again to the point of we hung out she was nice enough to let me hang out with her friends yeah. and that whole thing and um and but you know, I wasn't moving fast, and she was like, "Well, what's the deal?" And plus, she was twenty-four; she was having a good time. You yeah. know what I mean? Living life. So we finally, you know, I finally, you know, made a move, and and we had some fun for you know uh, a week or two, and then it wasn't really. She didn't really want a boyfriend. Like she definitely, she actually gave me the. I, I want to be friends forever. Like I really like that. She gave me that one. She gave me that one. So I was oh, like, "All right, all right." Zoned. Yeah, exactly. So and I remember You're my like, buddy. What about the fries. I should have eaten the fries. I remember my buddy back in back in Boston when I was calling him on the phone, telling him about the story, and he was like, you know, and saying as if if, if it was me. She, he, she, he was like. Yeah, I got enough friends. Yeah, I'm all set. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. finally, finally, yeah. we went back and forth. And like, I didn't want to just see somebody if she was doing, seeing other people. I didn't want, that's not my style. So I was like, listen, I really like you too, but I, I can't I can't do this like in and out thing. Like it, it's kind of all or nothing at all. And uh, she was like, she was bummed and she was like, okay. But she wasn't like, you know, heartbroken but she was like oh all right um well can i still you know come to your show and i had a show that week and she had never seen me perform game the rest is history <laughs> match <laughs> <laughs> it was you know oh which which for God. my wife you want to you know it's like wait a minute did she love you for you it's uh, like hilarious. well you know that whole thing it's like 
me on stage is like you know unfortunately I'm, I'm my best self it's like my buddies came to the shows recently and were like you're your best self which is scary because I'm not on stage a lot and that's the challenge right you know what I mean best of moment number nine oh my god from scary movies from uh, mom from uh, from just being one of the funniest fucking people in the world from her podcast unqualified it's Anna Ferris. are you are they ready to talk yeah all right who here Wow, as I launch into this, I don't know what I'm going to say, but... Go with your gut on this one. Really? Yeah. All right, who here is uh, proud to be a Trojan? You said that with a lot of reluctancy, as if... I did. Are you a Bruin? No, I, no, I'm, I'm a husky, but I don't even oh, yeah. really, like... Yeah, that's even a... really, like, buying into the whole, like... The rivalry is real. thing. Yeah. When I was here, they uh, UCLA duct taped okay. Tommy Trojan. Can we talk about Trojans, though, for a second? For sure. Uh, You're not allowed to do that anymore? What is a Trojan? A condom. Amazing. And that's the answer we're going with. <laughs> Isn't it also a warrior? Yeah, the Trojan also, from the war, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, let's be fair, he was wearing a condom also, on his head you when know, he a went clay to battle. horse. That had secrets inside. Yes. I mean, sort of a betrayer, essentially. Yeah. So that's what you guys are? Yeah. Here? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> that's our sign. Um, Anna, right, thanks great. for coming up. I'm going to bring yeah, up my second yeah. guest. Guys, right. give it up for Anna Ferris for joining the about last night. The first live at Tratty's. Can we hug it out? Sylvia. Wait, can you play like a quick first date? Yeah. Please, please, please. Of course, yeah. Okay. So let's pretend that um, we're on a Tinder date, okay? Great. Okay. Um, I'm going to be sitting down next to you. <sighs> Where are we? Can we get a suggestion of yeah. location from the audience? Chili's. Where? Chili's. Chili's. Yeah, you guys still go to Chili's? <laughs> Margarita Tuesdays. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Oh, whoops. Whoa. Hey. Hey, uh, Brittany? Yeah. <laughs> oh Jake. God. Yeah, you must be Jake. Yeah. Oh God, it's really nice to meet you. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. I like cool shake. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually what they say to me. They go, it's cool shake, Jake, but. Oh, that's, that's cool. So, um, <laughs> can I ask you? Yeah. Like, um, like, what do you do? Oh, well, right now I'm kind of in between jobs. Like, my dad runs this video game company. Oh, my God, um, that's cool. Well, he's, it's, he's trying to launch it because, like, there's so many out there right now, like Nintendo and Sega and my dad's... Uh, like, what's his angle? Like, um, so there's, like, Grand Theft Auto where you can, like, shoot guns and, like, drive uh, super fast. But my dad's trying to do one where it's, like, a little more contained to where, like, like you have mean? to get, a, like, a gun license and you have to you have to obey the street signs, you know? And, like, you get pulled over, like, legitimately. Because, like, that's a real concern. Like, people don't know that, like, a lot of... Uh, there's, like, traffic cops. You get parking tickets and shit. Are you hungry? Uh, oh, I saw you looking at that signed photo of Magic Johnson. That's pretty cool. I guess he was here. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes uh, come into Chili's and dream about maybe one day they'll put Jake's photo up on the wall, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, so, wait. 
Okay, first of all, I have to tell you, I think you're really cute, but I need to know your sign. Oh, um, <laughs> I usually, I usually go double piece. <laughs> when I walk in any sort of bar, I'm just like, Jake, like, okay. like Trevor, like my buddy Trevor's there, I'm like, Trevor, and I give him a double backwards peace sign. Oh, did you mean like with the stars and shit? I think I'm a fucking, oh God, I, my friend Chaz told me to prep on this question. He's like, like don't not know what your sign is on a date. Like chicks always ask that okay, shit. But I was just, uh, okay, fine. Yeah, I think but... I'm a uh, Gemini. <gasps> did I say that loud? Cause somebody at the bar really freaked out about that. Okay, that means that like, your twins that are like tugging with each other you probably like I don't know if that I definitely do feel that way because sometimes I'm like I'm fucking Jake dude I'm ready to party and then there are times I'm just like I want to chill and have like a couple Zimas oh my god that's cool it's like you're kind of deep then I'm kind of yeah I'm pretty deep like I don't know I ran a this is stupid but I went to uh, a Christian Jewish combo camp when I was 10 and it was like, basically, it was a mostly Christian camp, but they were like, they let a couple of Jews go because there was like water skiing there. And they, the counselor was like, I don't know, he got this weird idea that like Jews are better at water skiing so we could show the other kid, whatever. Anyway, we like, we did this like talent show and there was like a therapy circle and I don't know, I just opened up really easily. And I... I feel that about you. I feel, I feel... Like you... I feel that like about... I feel that you feel me. I totally have like talent and you can water ski. But um, the biggest question for me is, um, okay, so you're essentially torn between like two identities. Yeah, like I'm constantly Jake the party animal, but like again, sometimes I just want to like snuggle up, you know, on my futon and, you know, get my MyPillow. Um, I got two of them actually. <laughs> Because uh, my stepmom uh, said hers didn't fit her head right or some shit. I'm sorry, your parents got divorced. Mine did too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you know that 70% of divorced kids are actually better lovers? <laughs> I read that in my head. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that, but that seems pretty accurate. It's a real stat. Yeah. I kind of feel like... Do you uh, also know that 89% of me is really digging you right now? And 94% of me kind of wants to leave this Chili's. But 6% of me wants to stay because I just saw steak bites get delivered to a table. So You're good at math. Oh, my God. Well, that was a sign. Somebody just just died. So maybe we should not be witnesses to a Chili's Uh. murderer. (laughs) See, that's the part of Jake that comes out where I'm like, if I see someone die, I'm fucking out of there, you know? Yeah. I I went to myself, this guy die. Um, oh shit yeah it was like this dude like got like his like head smashed in with a hammer it was actually a pickaxe it was weird it was at Christmas it was so fucking weird but um, that's a crazy that's 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 a crazy Christmas it was it was but yeah and like it was like brains like brains look actually different I've heard that yeah. Because we're all like, brains just look like fucking... Yeah. Anyway, it was like, it was disturbing, but it was also life-changing because what I realized is that gray matter matters. Matters. I was going to say that. So, anyway, I don't know. You know what else matters? What? 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 Um, 
what? Just tell me what my fucking tits what. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow, all right. I was trying you're to be sweet dick. about it, but yeah, your fucking totally tits. I totally saw yeah. through you. Okay, goodbye. Okay. Best of moment number 10 from Workaholics, Pitch Perfect, Modern Family, Game Over, man. In the upcoming HBO show, The Righteous Gemstones, my dude, Adam Devine. <laughs> uh, what was it like? Because this is another bucket list thing for me, working with the Muppets. Yeah. It was cool, man. And the guys that, uh, hey, guys, uh, they're not like real. Yeah, that was weird, shut right? Shut up. Yeah, there, there's you guys with their mouth. hands up there. Okay. No. Okay. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for disagree. joining us, yeah. Adam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. They... <laughs> Those guys, this guy, are fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're like the puppeteers. Yeah, they're just like cool old hippie guys. Yes, yeah. that are That's really, what Jim Henson was. really nice. Yeah. Just like you could tell, they probably did a lot of acid back in the day. Yeah, uh, very funny, and they have to like, it's like. You're a workout for them because yeah. they have to hold this thing. People don't realize directly yeah. up, up, above their head, yeah. and then like lay on the ground and do this. So like <laughs> yeah. they come down and they're like like working their shoulders out and like rubbing their shoulders. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably it. Probably like holding this thing and contorting yourself for up hours, like by yeah, the way. all day long. Yeah. Is, is Sesame a Street a isn't a short shoot? Like that's a. That's why, I like, so these guys are all yeah. just j- jacked as fuck. <laughs> so much shoulder definition, yeah, just, just, just kind of in whatever shape. But otherwise, only, but they're but only one arm. Yeah, they're deltoids. <laughs> yeah, this is the puppet arm. Yeah, like it's just ripped, and, and, and like they have it in one of like those hyperbolic chambers from Zoolander. Yeah, yeah. like no, no, this is this is this my is, puppet arm. This is my puppet arm. <laughs> I don't even jerk off with this arm. arm. Yeah. Or do I? Or do, yeah, or do I jerk off with <laughs> yeah, this arm? Really? <laughs> Gotta stay in shape. Yeah, super. But like what what, what power was, jerk. Was there a moment where you're like looking at Miss Piggy where you're like, did you like do you start crying? Do you do are you purely professional? I didn't cry. Uh <laughs> aroused? No. <laughs> uh but she's a very confident she, lady. Yeah. It, it was really cool, man. It was yeah, yeah Miss Piggy was cool. Uh was Miss Piggy in Fozzie Bear. I did a bit with Fozzie oh, as well. Oh, God. Yeah. Come on, man. Wait, yeah. they, they it was for um it's for this thing in Canada. It's called We Day. Oh, that's and, right. And uh We W E now Weed Day. Mm. Uh Bummer. Soon it'll be <laughs> Weed Day. Just that's why you mm-hmm. signed up for it. Yeah, and it, it's like for kids. It's like the you have to do like all this volunteer work and stuff in order to be able to go to this big event called We Day, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in a in their it's where the Raptors play in their basketball stadium, and it was packed. There was twenty thousand kids there, and it, it was insane. There was like all these other like young actor kids that I don't really know who they are, but they lose their mind for. <laughs> sure. I went out with the we're yodeler, at that stage with the yodeler kid. Oh, you told me, that. yeah. And and they were they weren't not excited for me. They right. they're like Adam Devine, and everyone was really excited, and it felt so good. Oh it was yeah, just like a nice yeah. warm blanket of applause over you, and like ooh, I'll snuggle up in this. <laughs> and then you're riding them up at high. I bring up the yodeler kid mm-hmm. or and I'm like What's hey, that? a Mason Ramsey yeah. and I go hey everybody uh, he's gonna help me uh, do I don't remember what I said yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mason Ramsey everybody and then they lose their fucking mind <laughs> you're like, like oh yeah and I'm like, I thought oh, you liked me yeah yeah you, you actually <laughs> like the Walmart yodeler kid <laughs> yeah you are willing to die for <laughs> you've never felt so you bad about sacrifice it. yourself for the yodeler kid how much have you ever felt so it was insecure like when about I your yodeling was a, abilities? When I was a kid and like like Nirvana or something, like Kurt mm-hmm. Cobain. Yeah. Like I would just like yeah, I or a wrestler. For Kurt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or or Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> yeah, I mean 
Sure. Yeah. Not like those lie. two. Yeah. yeah. It, why is Same he level. that? Fa- like, is he a handful of videos? Like, what did he do? Just it's that. It's that video. That video is just wildly huge. Yeah. It's like why was Tickle Me Elmo a, a huge thing? Why just, did people because it was like a Beanie fun Babies. toy and it was comfy to play with? Yeah. Why was Rebecca Black Friday such a phenomenon? <laughs> Great song. That's we, why. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Home run. I still listen to that probably every other month. Yeah. There's every a few Friday things for I me. do. Every- <laughs> That would be great. There's got to still be people out there that are. Do you know what's so funny? I was at Funny or Die when that had just come out and was yeah. like doing a little um, video with them. And she was there like doing some. They were trying to like come up with another one. And her mom's in the lobby just like De Niroed out with two phones. Oh looked God. like she'd already oh, bought yeah. a new coat. And I was just like, oh, Rebecca Black's mom thinks this is going to fucking turn <laughs> into a cash machine. <laughs> do you we're, remember when they were going to do the they, sequel? They we're going to do Saturday? No, they and did. Yeah, they, they did. did. They we're going to do Memorial Saturday. Day weekend? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do Black Friday. Yeah, we're going to do everything. Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa died in the war. It's now we a get to have a day bar- to remember. <laughs> we get to have a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> flag day, flag day. Got to raise a flag on flag day. Oh, God. Let's go like every holiday. It, it, it's it's so funny to me because you you know that that happens so often to these viral stars or whatever where they have like that thing that thing happen. They're like, okay, well I'm gonna here well, we insane. go. It's insane if you get 20 million hits in a in a week. Yeah. Why wouldn't you think that the world is wants more of you for you? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like and and like good good for you. Yeah. Like I look at yeah. it when people are like, oh, what's going on? Why why was he there? Why was she there? I'm like, because Popular. this is their this is their like year window to go out and yeah, do all these right. fun things yeah. like wouldn't you yeah especially in mason's case he was, he's like a little kid wouldn't it be fun yeah. if you're a little kid all of a sudden you're wildly famous and you get to go stand in front of twenty thousand of your peers they're yeah. all like middle school kids and he's like a middle school kid yeah to go stand in front of twenty thousand of your peers and they all lose their minds for you yeah it'd be the best day yeah. of your life you're not going to turn it down because no. like because like you say you have that finite mm-hmm. window uh jonathan lipnicki from jerry Maguire was like all right i'm gonna be cute for like three years yeah and then I'm i not- and then i <laughs> so this i get my time to shine yeah exactly it was uh <clears throat> it was like that in australia which i thought was really cool we haven't talked about that since we went there oh that's right but that was um because you have so many fans on there because you went down there a bunch of times for press right for like yeah i've been uh, yeah a couple other times for press that was bonkers to me to be in a different so far away from here and to see people like on the streets at everywhere we went like you know walking through airports and stuff you get it a lot but that was like that was crazy and being at the u.s open and seeing i mean we were there was damn near a, a point where maria sharapova you know missed a ball and then looked up and was like Hey, bumper. You know, like, wait. And don't was, judge my shirt. Can we just go back impression. one yeah, there second? There was damn near a point. Yeah. It didn't happen, but it was, we were near to that well, happening. I'm, can we I'm, just go back one second to the point where Adam said that you guys were down in Australia at the U.S. Open? Yeah, he did say U.S. Open. We were there. But it's not called the U.S. It's Open. It's not called the U.S. Open. You know what? This is my apartment. <laughs> yeah. And it is. Yeah, I know. Uh, what was it called? It was... Uh, I graduated, I swear. The Australian Open. I graduated. <laughs> We're down there in Australia, Wait, let, watching the U.S. Open. Yeah. You know what? That just, in remind, person. Right, that just reminded me of another. Uh, yeah, there's slip a lot I had. of lies stacked up in that. That statement. just reminds me of another Adam Ray slip up that I had in New York when we were in a cab and we were driving to a restaurant. Adam and I and Chloe and we uh, and there was a bunch of uh, sirens and uh, and cop cars and I just see them all at, like stopping an intersection and yeah. I just go LAPD <laughs> and then there's just a pause and Adam goes except we're in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, NYPD. Yeah. 
It still works. It still works. The LAPD. (laughs) Out tonight. I I don't want to mess with them. The LAPD. Can't mess with them. They're not not here. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool you got to do that stuff. Now, did you try to immerse yourself and like do like things you can only do in Australia? Did you try to like go? We actually did. We went and we saw like kangaroos. Yeah. 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 We did all that stuff. It was super fun. Holding the koala? Yeah. We held a koala. Gotta do that and full on chlamydia. I've got, I mean, I've got it. I've got it now. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, and I'm keeping it. A lot of people don't want it, but you wanted it. Yeah, I I'm wanted it. it. Yeah, I'm keeping <laughs> the koala or the chlamydia. Yeah. No, the chlamydia. Okay, no. Okay. Gave the koala back. Kept the chlamydia. Yeah, I'm yeah. keeping that. I was surprised at how old they were. Like the guide was like, they're like, I mean, the one we held was like a grandpa so, koala. Yeah, he was like 64. He was smoking a, a menthol. <laughs> Yeah. Are you guys here for the weekend or what? Yeah, it was it was kind of weird when the koala gave you a Werther's original. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just had it. Did you, uh, I was nervous to feed kangaroos because even though they were, the guy kept being like, they're old as fuck, you know, they're not going to, but dude, when they stood up, I mean, I don't have a bit about it. That shit like was terrifying, no? Oh, these, well, I think people are now realizing just with the internet and all the viral videos of like animals doing funny things. Well, the video like of the guy punching jacked yeah. koalas are. Like koalas are like kangaroos, yoked. you mean? Or, yeah, yeah. Ca- kangaroos. Kangaroos yeah. are like yelled. Yeah. They look yeah. like they have puppet arm on both arms. <laughs> yeah, they have full on puppet arm. So that's why I say in the thing, I'm like, why do they have that much shoulder definition just to rest? It doesn't add up. Like, yeah. What are they prepping for? They're yeah. just laying there. They're prepping for the revolution, my friend. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day mm-hmm. Kanga's gonna rise up. Best of moment number eleven, my buddy from Mad TV. Impressionist extraordinaire, Rocky and Bullwinkle, so many voices for cartoons and TV commercials. The one and only Piat Michael. All right, okay, what here do you we write? go. What right. did you write? Here we go. Send here, it to me. Yeah, Come on. Okay, hold, on up, so. hold on. Everybody at home is like, what the fuck? Come on, man. Send it in. Send it in faster, faster. The email is so slow. Probably faster just to whip around uh, your computer, but you're not going to do that. Um, I have an old one. I don't see a new one. All right, here we go. Okay, come go. on, you right. son of a gun. So there's there's two little ones. One is uh, Morgan Freeman, and one is uh, Robert De Niro. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I just eat them on to you. Uh, well, what do you want to end on? Do you want to end this? Uh, okay. Yeah. Both back back to back. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Waiting for the ooh. Download Morgan. Here we go. I got it. I got I got the email. You son of a bitch. All right. So uh, this is you. This is uh, a cold read. Uh, Morgan monologues. You've done this for me a few times. <laughs> it's so hard to do when I'm laughing at this yeah. shit. All right. All right. This is Morgan Freeman. Today was a good day. My morning started the way... Fuck <laughs> you, man. This is so hard to do. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, <laughs> the music... I'm going to just take yeah. the earphones off. Okay. <laughs> Today was a good day. My morning started the way any good Wednesday should. Two warm brown sugar Pop-Tarts and a blumpkin. Her name was Denise. She worked at Chili's. Or was it IHOP? Or IHOB? They just changed the name. It's crazy to think that they're IHOB now. That's like Bruce going to Caitlin. Someone better tell Chloe. She loves pancakes. Pancakes with syrup and cheese. Hot fudge, gummy bears, and gummy butts. I once tried to sell that, gummy butts. They didn't buy it, obviously, but fuck it. What do they know? I'm excited for the new Frozen movie. I'd like to be a voice in that. Maybe a tree. 
or a snowball or the snowball's butt. <laughs> and he'd be like, hey, Elsa, I have a business idea. It's called gummy butts. Want to go half seas? Well, you know what? Sleep on it. Literally, sleep on that gummy butt. Email me your feedback. My email is yummyyumgumbutt at aol.net. Not dot com, because it's almost defunct. Other email options I was considering were blackgod69 at yahoo, tittykingdaddy5 at gmail, or come fuck me in this uber at aol.com. See, that time I used dot com and not dot net. Well, these have been my thoughts, and hopefully you've learned something today. If not, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Best of moment number 12. She's hosted for every network. E, Access Hollywood, The Today Show, Extra. Um, she's uh, as sweet as she is funny and smart. Uh, a juggernaut in this business and has uh, a podcast, Conversations with Maria, and, uh, and a serious uh, radio show of the same name. The one and only Maria Menounos. Do you like to do things that scare you or that are kind of unknown? I do. Like, was Dancing with the Stars scary for you? Terrifying. Yeah? Why? Terrifying. Because I never took a dance class in my life. Mm-hmm. And because I I just thought there was just no way. Yeah. Um, so I almost took it back after I said yes. Mm-hmm. And then we all kind of were like, no, we're going to do this. Yeah. And then I embraced it. But I love challenging myself because I think that... When first of all, life would be so boring if you didn't. Yeah. When I have found that living happens in that moment where you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Ah! Oh my God, I did it. In that moment of, am I going to sink or swim? That's yeah. where life happens. Yep. And so whether you're going out to the biggest audience you've ever had and you're going to do a whole new comedy bit and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Ah! Yeah. And then you either sink or swim right and so dancing with the stars it was that every week it was sink or swim and that feeling is so extraordinary and then i can use that in the next moment so for example when i did my pasa doble dance i remember looking at kevin and being like i got this like he Mm -hmm. because he would look up at me at the in the balcony and be like Good luck. And I'd be like, I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. This time I was like, I got this. So now I use that moment when I need to jump into confidence mode and I'm going to do something that's scary. Mm -hmm. I'll jump into that time and space. Remember how I felt in that moment and then use that into the next moment. So it's kind of like a, a, a virtual journal of sorts where you're like, okay, or like a time yeah. warp where well, you can use it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can pull on past <clears> moments. <throat> yeah. And the same the same way when a comic goes up and do a and does and has a good set when they should not have had a good set. Either mm-hmm. there was a heckler or it was a bad room or whatever. The next time that happens, we're like, oh no, I've succeeded here before. Yes. I can do this. Yeah, you can access it again. That's why like WrestleMania, scariest thing I could ever you think of doing in my life. Mania. Yeah. At what stadium? Dolphin Stadium. Dolphin Stadium. What? Seventy thousand fans. What? Yeah. And and you are like you 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 had had matches before then. Yeah. But two. How? It, Through what? It was WrestleMania. At, well, I started wrestling in the WWE. 
<laughs> She's done it all. The so fuck? they asked, they were doing, they were starting Monday Night Raw yeah. with the guest hosts and I wanted to do it so bad. So one day I finally had lunch with my publicist. I said, we got to get on the WWE. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, wrote it down. And then like two or three weeks later, he calls me and he goes, okay, I'm going to admit I haven't called them. He goes, but you're going to die. They called me. <laughs> and I said, great, tell them yes on one condition. I want to wrestle. And they didn't take me seriously. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. But I ended up hiring a coach here in the Valley <clears throat> and I started training. So when I showed up that day and they're really malleable, yeah. like they can do things on a whim. When I showed up that day. I went and met their trainer and I was like, this is what I can do. And I showed them all my moves. Mm-hmm. And from that there on, we choreographed like all of these like skits that we were going to do that were going to lead up to yeah, it. Yeah. And so I did tribute for the, Tribute to the troops. I did that other Monday Night Raw, and then I kept heckling Beth. Um, Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix, yeah. the Glamazon on mm-hmm. Twitter and stuff to get another match, not nice. realizing they were going to give us one at WrestleMania. So you were like, so you were talking smack. Oh yeah. To, what a great move. That oh, seems like yeah. the most fun part of I that. I kept yeah? it going because I was, I loved it. Oh my god, the high. Wait, what yeah. was your character name? Um. Well, I wanted to call myself the Golden Greek, but. Th- <laughs> I didn't have enough under my to do that. I had some great music. I can't remember, but yeah. Um, but I was just myself. I always wore a Greek flag for for my peeps. And you guys choreographed like moves too. I mean, like uh, yeah, we had the whole thing down. Yeah. And What's that training like? Pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah. remember like when you, you there's a lot of people that think like oh those ropes are like rubber bands. And no. I want to tell people no. No. And they when you get not. on the ground and you hit that that floor, it hurts. Yeah. It's it hurts. not a trampoline. Yeah, but it's un. Friggin' believable. Biggest rush ever, yeah. Oh my God, well, I'm don't... so sad I had brain surgery and I think this is it for me because I really wanted to make a comeback <laughs> and and do more, but it'll never happen now. Oh, but cool, you got to do it. I did, yeah. And you, like, you, how many people can say that they did WrestleMania? Yeah. Like, a, a bunch of wrestlers, but not that many yeah. people outside of that world. But here's the thing, like for me, I, I've i been able to do things on these cool levels, but for anybody, yeah. mm-hmm. I really, I advocate for people to push themselves out of their comfort zones. Even if you're going to fail, it's like you're stretching and you're growing and you're, yeah. you've got to do it. That's yeah. where living happens. And you learn from that experience. Best of moment number 13, you know him, you love him from Impractical Jokers, Sal Volcano. Do you watch wrestling or are you going to watch the Sea of Honor tournament? I, oh, I watch wrestling, yeah. Fuck I'm a wrestling yeah. fan. I'm going to SmackDown tomorrow. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, uh, I I was huge into it as a kid like anybody else. Sure. And then I fell out of it. I, I Right around ECW, mm-hmm. right before ECW, I fell out of it. And I remember ECW coming out because my friends still watch it and they were like, the game has been changed. <laughs> and yeah. I remember they took me to an ECW match and mm. Bubba Ray Dudley basically beat the shit out of me. I called him a, a fat fuck. <laughs> And I didn't know and what he. I didn't know what he was about. And yeah. And now we're friends to this day. Oh, we're good. friends. Oh my god. I met him so three great. years ago. I told him the story. He remembered me, and we're good friends now. But in 1999, July 4th, 1999, we were not friends. <laughs> and I called him a fat fuck, and he literally almost strangled and slapped the shit out of me in front of hundreds of people online waiting to get into the venue. Oh my god. And I he scared the shit out of me. And I have I could tell you the story, but yes, uh, do do it. Yeah, I don't know if we're, I don't know. Yeah, I can. We, yeah. we got we got uh, about yeah, we 10, got, 10, 12 minutes. I, we in, in New York back then. You would rent a beach house with your friends for the summer, and what you do is you go awesome. down every weekend, and it's like twenty guys and girls in the house, whatever. So we we had a beach house, and they were doing a, a show outdoors at this bar called Bar Anticipation in Belmar, New Jersey, mm-hmm. Bar A, and it was the brawl at the beach. 
ECW is when it first came out. Now ECW when they came out, it was like tables, ladders, chairs, chairs, thumbtacks, yeah, wrapping arms and barbed wire, li- uh, lighting shit on fire. Fizes. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it, it was, was Paul madness. Heyman. Was, yeah, yeah, and then anyway, so that had like this resurgence of this extreme like was that and so my friends were all shit in their pants like we got to go to this so i'm yeah, like yeah. i'll go i i had stopped watching wrestling it had been about three or four years at least at mm-hmm. least maybe more and uh, like wrestlemania four or five i stopped okay so i go and my friends are like these guys these bu- the bu- uh the the, the D- dudley boys Dudley boys, yeah they're like they, you got to see that it's unbelievable that they, they they had a reputation for touring and fighting like with the audience yeah and they came through Staten Island, where I was from, and they played this place called the Fun Bubble. And <laughs> that sounds like Don't something you just skip over. That it man. sounds like something you order from a Taiwanese hooker. <laughs> I'll take the Fun Bubble. How much for the Fun Bubble? It was like one of those like Is it extra for the soapy. <laughs> it was one of those things like it was like a dome that had like go karts, arcade, batting enough, range. Enough said. Great name. Yeah. And yeah. so the Fun Bubble. So they thumbtacks and wrestling. They had okay. that, and I heard that someone like. He spit at someone or someone spit at him, whatever the case may be, and they started fighting, and then the whole crowd jumped in, and the, and the, the Dudley boys were fighting the crowd. It was a, a, a full-on brawl. Police came. Everybody got arrested. They got arrested. <laughs> so, so I had heard this story, and I didn't really, like, I don't know if I, I, I don't know what I was thinking, mm-hmm. but... The place is parking lot is packed to the point where they when people park cars right behind them and you can't even get the fourth car in out like it was just packed there was no semblance to it right. so it was a sea of cars in any which way and we were online maybe a few hundred people on the line it was ninety five degrees we're waiting to get in and we got there before doors opened he pulls up in his own car mm-hmm. and he gets out Bubba's name is Mark he's he's from Queens he's a great guy now I know you know he gets out he's, he's clear across the other end of the parking lot so maybe like I want to say. 300 feet away okay and he gets out of the car and for some reason i'm standing with 15 friends and i just i figure out oh, this is like what you do you know you yell boo yeah. hiss yeah you know when you or you, fat you, fuck you, yeah, <laughs> yeah you say you're no good <laughs> yeah i hope you know you get pinned yeah or you go hey bubba ray dudley you fat fuck <laughs> and then <laughs> i said that one and then i turned because i didn't really want him to see what he was getting out of his car yeah and i turned and i'm amongst i'm in a Sea of people online, hundreds. Yeah. And my friend Jeff goes, I see his face just turn a shade of like pale, and he goes, He's looking that way. I turned away. He goes, uh, Sal, he's uh he's coming over here. Uh quick. <laughs> and I was like, All right, well, all right, no, he's not. He goes, No, no, Sal, he's charging over here. And I go, All right, well, still, he doesn't know I said it. We're in a yeah. big crowd. He goes, Sal, he's getting closer and he's running at you. <laughs> and I turn around and he is jumping over cars. He's jumping because they, oh they're parked God. bumper to bumper, and he's sliding over the hoods and just jumping and running over the cars. It's like the and he Terminator gets, Two. He gets like <laughs> ten feet away, and there's a stanchion yeah. with metal link chains to mm-hmm. keep the line. And he goes and he grabs the chain and goes like this and pops the metal chain out of the stanchion, and walks right up to me, right in my face. He's like this tall, and he goes, "What the." did you say and he takes off my yankee hat and slaps me in the face with it and then slaps me the other way right he goes say it in my face and he if, if i took off your yankee hat and slap yeah. it whips you in the face yeah right? that's gonna do and some i damage. just was and i couldn't believe it it was all happened so fast and i yeah. wasn't ready for this fallout <laughs> so i was like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry. i just looked down and he goes he goes go ahead you think you're fucking funny you think you're a tough guy say it right now and he's he but he's the things are coming out of is yeah. like he's this is not like 
He said, Academy Award winning actor if he wasn't really mad. <laughs> and, he, and, and I didn't know what to do. And I, and I saw him, like, you know when you know someone, if you flinch the wrong way, they're going to react and yes, hit you. Right. I'm like, he's going to take my head off. So I looked down. And I didn't know what to do. I wouldn't look him in the eyes. And I, I, I started, I sounded must sound like Rain Man. I was like, I'm just a big fan. I'm just a big fan. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing what you're supposed to do. I'm just doing, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being the guy in the crowd that yells, I'm just a big fan. I didn't mean anything yeah, by it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, say, he goes, say it. And I go, I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I'm just a big fan. Look, I'm just a big fan. And he picks up my hat off the floor again and slaps me with it again. Jesus. Right? Now I see, while he's yelling at me, I see my friend Ed, Eddie Rosa, and uh, he's, he's pushing a security security guards were in yellow windbreakers yeah. too. He's pushing the security guard in between us, and the security guard is pushing him back. <laughs> it's like I don't want to do. He this. does not want to get in between us, and he's pushing my friend back. So they're pushing each other, and I'm in my periphery. I'm like the security guard's not going to help me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I'm like, I don't myself. know what to do. So I just kept my head down, and I was like bracing for impact. Yeah. And. He just like took a deep breath after screaming. He slapped me three times and they turned around and he started to walk back and security followed him. And the whole crowd, by the way, during this entire thing, not one person made one sound and neither did I. And then he walked back. He walked back 300 more feet. Still no one made a sound. Mm -hmm. And right when he got to the other side of it, it was before he was going to walk in, the whole crowd erupted in applause. The whole crowd. <laughs> and it felt like and I believe this is true. They were applauding his antics yeah. for coming to me and putting me in my place. <laughs> Not like me. No. Like, they weren't applauding the situation. They were like, you dick. Yeah. You just got owned. Way to say nothing in front of Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched and he walked in and I waited till I remember the door closed slow. Because it was like one of those like doors like that had the thing. Yeah. It has like the pressure and it closed real slow. And I waited till it was completely closed. And I, I looked down and I lit a cigarette. I smoked at the time and I, I was I was holding it like this. And I my hand wouldn't stop shaking. The adrenaline, my hand wouldn't stop shaking. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? So I step off the line. Mm -hmm. Everyone's looking at me. I take a drag of my cigarette. I go, anybody else got a problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's the moment number 14. He's famous uh, for showing Brad and I a video of him jerking off while falling out of a plane skydiving. <laughs> Who else? Steve-O. Anytime anybody asks me about skydiving, I always said, fuck no, I'm not doing that. Everybody does that. Fucking grandmas do that. You mm. know? And then, and I almost reeled it off like a fucking script every time I said, you know, like grandmas do that if i do if i ever go skydiving you know the first time you got to have the yeah, the tandem, yeah play it out the, the tandem the tandem skydiving strapped right. on your back you're not allowed to just do it on your own the first right, time right you got you got a dude strapped on your back so if i ever do it i'm gonna be butt fucking naked in the airplane furiously fucking jacking off right to like some kind of fucking porno or whatever right mm -hmm. and like at the point of no return or just a cloud that looks like tits at the point of no return like maybe right after the first fucking after the first squirt yeah. so I'm gonna time it so I fall out of the airplane while blowing a load <laughs> so I fucking please tell me that's what you did. so I fucking call I call the idea of Scott Skyjacking. Have you guys? <laughs> Wait, I think Steven Seagal was in that movie. Wasn't he in that? Harrison oh, Ford was too. Yeah, so, yeah. so, dude, fucking, I got oh. the, the the special that you guys just just watched, right? Yeah. The one that I'm currently selling or, or attempting to sell. Um, 
like I, when I when I taped it, I'm in the theater, mm-hmm. and like the, I, you know, I'm my plan. I'm coming through the crowd. I'm gonna dive on the stage, and and I, I'm a, it's about to happen. Yep. I'm behind the bar at the back of the theater, right, about to make my grand entrance, and this kid spots me. He's like, he's like, yo, Stevo, and I'm and I'm like focused. I'm I'm yeah. I'm like not now, man, not fucking now, dude. Yeah. And I'm ignoring the kid, and then he says, dude, you gotta go skydiving, man. I'm a professional skydiver, mm-hmm. and I'm like this is too important <laughs> right <laughs> you know because i know what's coming next it's like i've already got it kind of mapped out i know that, that this is that this needs to happen so i go and talk to this kid like like at the worst possible timing i'm talking to him on the other side of the bar tell mm. him the whole idea the kid looks at me he goes dude you can totally come all over me <laughs> <laughs> I never, never have you ever been so happy to hear a man say that to you. Do you guys ever hit pause? Like, okay, hit pause. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's madness. Oh wait! Um, all right. Well, that was, are we? Oh my god! Are we allowed to describe what we just saw? Sure. Dude, uh, first yeah. of all, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, so many questions because I was like, <laughs> I mean, there's a camera crew in there. There's dudes. The guys you're holding on to. Right. The guys. Uh, the, the guy that's holding on to you. Your the wind. wind you're, putting it together in the first place was one of the most like challenging fucking things, especially because when I finally reached out to the guy and told him it's time. Yeah, hug this. Tur- turned yeah. out that. The, the fucking kid who said I could come all over him uh, what didn't have a tandem. Got cum fright? He, you know, I mean, he, was, he was all about the cum, but he, <laughs> yeah. he didn't have a tandem license. So we had to start from scratch. Oh. So you did and, audition another... So you well, had to find so some we guy. Call, we started calling skydive companies. And it's like, yeah, we got this. Steve-O wants to jack off in your plane. Every fucking company says no. <laughs> you know? We yeah. don't should have just cold called people and be like, hello, sir. My name's uh, Diane. I'm, uh, are you happy when with your I sprint had... service? And also, would you let uh, <laughs> television star Steve-O jerk right. off on you? Um, well, it wasn't about looking for the uh, instructor at yeah. this point. We were, we, oh. were, we were back to the drawing board. We were looking just at companies. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. We were like, you know, we want to do this. And so that just didn't work. And then I go on my social media and I'm like, yeah, I'm, hey, everybody, I'm looking for a tandem guy. Got to have a license. We get 72 of them. Wow. Then That's amazing. Then we tell them the idea. And like. And then you have zero. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, I'll take his guy. No, dude, we only lost fifty-two. We had, we, we had twenty willing dudes, wow. so we had to narrow it down to the most, the you know, most enthusiastic guy. That is, by the way, a you know how like the Bachelor will do like a recap episode and bring back all the contestants. There needs to be an episode or something where you bring the other twenty guys and you interview them and like just like if there's a rose ceremony the for willing. the Bachelor, what the fuck do you do like for the this? Dudes that were willing but didn't get the chance. You just Dude. throw a cup of jizz on him. And, uh, <laughs> thanks for will will you Dude. accept this cup of jizz? Yes, okay. Chuck from it on from beginning to end, it was such of such an uh, an incredible thing, man. So so we narrowed it down to to this like we were looking for enthusiasm and geography, like mm-hmm. convenience. So this place in Northern California, one of the guys who responded, and he's so stoked. Like sky dance, skydiving in Davis, California, just out of Sacramento, holds the record for the most naked skydive jumps. The place is like a borderline fucking nudist colony. 
Is, Sorry, it's a resort. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a never colonies are for lepers and ants. Sure, sure, sure. So it's it's a, it's a resort right. for naked people that Basically, it's a love resort. to have their genitals right. get blown on by 500 mile an hour so we winds. Get, we get up there. The fucking dude cannot keep his pants on. The, the dude is just he's so itching to strip down to his tiger print speedo. Right. Wait, and you're like, hey, I'm supposed to be the one naked, not you. Well, I was like, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the- I took four dick pills. Yeah. And uh, and and I and I, I bought a, a porno. I'm thinking that this is going to be so easy because I haven't jacked off to porno in like forever. You know, mm-hmm. like as part of my like sex addict shit. You know, I, I want to have a healthy relationship. Porno is not good for that. Yeah. So here I'm gonna. So you really wanted gonna, to like come in with right, a, this, this a, is a full my load. Oh, dude, I didn't jack off before. I didn't have sex for four days. What was that like? I, well, I mean, I in, in, in the past, I've gone way longer than that. Oh, okay, but, yeah. but I think four days is, that's, after that, I think you don't, like, your body starts to, to deal. You're not going to have more than four right. days is as much you're going to build. Yeah, up. exactly. Right. I think start, that's as big as yeah. the load is ever going to get, gotcha. which is why I went four days. Wow. So, so uh, I'm thinking it's going to be so easy to jack off because, you know, I haven't watched porn in so long. This is like a batch of strange coming my way, and I'm thinking it's just going to be so easy. But we get in the airplane. I'm strapped on the dude. He's, he's fucking pulling the straps tight. I just feel his dick and balls just cramming right in my ass crack. Yeah, there's, so what'd you need the porn for? There's, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's nine dudes in the plane. They're, oh all, they're all pointing fucking cameras at me. Oh, my God. You know, like, and on top of that, yeah. I had to fucking thread a needle. Like, like I, I had to time the load right. within a window of two minutes. Because if I. Oh, shit. If we fall out of this airplane before the two minute window or after the two minute window, then we miss the drop zone. So oh. the timing had to be. So like with and the there's a green light on in the plane for for uh, telling you when to go. Well, the, the the lights on for the two minutes that it's okay to jump, and so I'm like, okay, fucking tell me like a minute before the two minute window starts. Like I'm giving myself three minutes, and so I'm like, okay, and I got Preston Lacey's my fluffer, like the the, the big fat dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so he's squeezing the lotion onto my hand. And uh, you know they're like okay T minus three and so we start the I start the porno which I had queued up right. to this epic blowjob which I thought was gonna just right just work yeah yeah so I hit play and it's just not fucking working dude I'm like mm. fuck you know you didn't I, have I any other tell, I, I had to have burned through a minute on that blowjob and it wasn't it just wasn't working so I start I hit fucking visual fast forward mm-hmm. now I'm just but you're at least you're staying hard at this point pretty much yeah pretty wow much. So, so with so the I, wind and everything right it's cold up there too man like 15,000 feet is cold as fuck Jesus so, so like so I hit visual fast forward. Now I'm jacking off to a fucking blowjob in high speed. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't help at all. No. So then I'm like, fuck, I'm losing all my time. And I got to take a gamble. And I'm fucking okay. Fuck it. I roll the dice. I hit skip track. Mm-hmm. Now I'm fucking looking at the whole screen is this woman's asshole with a huge fucking butt plug up <laughs> in there. And like... You know, dude, I've shoved a lot of things up my butt, but that looked painful, dude. Now I'm losing my boner. Yeah. Now I'm losing. I don't have time. I'm losing my boner. Yeah. This is when I'm frantically screaming, lube, lube. Yeah. Which you is know, a great and I'm shot. skip track, skip track, skip track, you know, and the, the time's just dwindling away, and I'm almost yeah. feeling like I'm just going to, I'm going to not pull it off. And then I hit skip track the one time, and I see this big dick come out of the, the woman's ass. And, and in one fluid motion, it comes out of her ass, and he hoists it up in the air over her head and down into her mouth and like just the pure joy on this woman's face (laughs) (laughs) 
that connected with me, man. Wow. And that, and now you get your sweet spot. And then all of a sudden, I'm like fucking Doc Brown at the end of Back to the Future Part One. It's all life. Marty, I'm going to come at 15,000 feet. I fucking pulled it together, dude. Great right. Scott. If you right. said Great Scott when you came and fell out of the dude, plane. Right as the lightning struck, dude. I pulled it all together. <laughs> Best of moment number 15 from The Soup and The Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale Community. So many things. And Seattle's almost live. Seattle's own Joel McHale. Do you consult your wife for comedy advice or anyone in your family? You've Sometimes. You've told me stories of your kids saying really funny shit. Uh, well, I will. So I've done, when I do uh, get like one-off gigs or corporate gigs, yeah. I hire uh, the, the two head writers of uh, the Joel McHale show, Joel McHale on Netflix, dropping every Sunday at 12.05. Which is unbelievable, mm-hmm. by the way, and I'm so glad. It's unbelievable. That. No one can it understand is. it. This, you're not going to see anything like Earth's Angels. <laughs> I guarantee it's it. way no, better. Right, nothing that good. Uh, exactly. But we know, like, I will read. Like, we'll have a like a, a opening monologue for some something that I'm doing, uh, and uh, Boyd and Brad and I will have kind of written it. And then when I read it to Sarah, if she finds it totally unfunny, mm-hmm. then we know it's good. <laughs> really, she'll just be like, ugh. Once in a while, she'll laugh, and then we'll get worried. <laughs> You're concerned because we're like, oh no, she really liked it. What are we gonna do? Uh, rewrite the whole thing, I guess. And uh, so, yeah, she's very tough critic, but uh, that's good. How uh, early do you find that out in the relationship that that that's a good gauge for your your comedy stylings? Oh, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> she was never. I've dated before her. Uh, mm-hmm. I dated people that laughed at everything I said, uh, which made me uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I would test it out. I would be. I would say something like, "Hey, do you love clarinets?" And then just ha ha ha, yeah. <laughs> and I thought this is odd. It's not right. It's no. not. It's. I feel like a weird Twilight Zone where you yeah. think you're in heaven, you're actually in hell, and they're like, "Everything you say is funny." <laughs> <laughs> this is what you always wanted to be, right? <laughs> no one will take you seriously. Yeah. So, uh, so then with her, she would. Yeah. If I get her, I get very happy. If I. If I make her actually truly laugh, then it's great. And what about your kids? They don't. They, they rarely change. laugh at anything I do. I mean, really? I know this is the typical mm-hmm. uh, dad response. You no, know, the typical like comedian, like their family doesn't laugh at them. Uh, but it's true, and I like it because when I get them to laugh, if they're not it's laughing the at the jokes, then I just tackle them and tickle them, and then <laughs> and then they're that laughing, works. and then they're like this cheating. <laughs> what did you say? You have this bit about what your son said to uh, one of the writers on your show at a Super Bowl party. About oh right, does that uh, happen a lot? You don't have to do the bit, but just those exchanges happen all a lot. All the time. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, does that try. make you proud that there's a little snarky, comedic? Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I it's that I have this phrase at home when someone says, "Well, you're going to have to do this or this or something." Like if you have a choice about something, I'm, and I my joke is always like, "I can do whatever I want." Uh, it's not a great joke, but now the kids all say it. It's no Earth Angels. When you're like, can you go feed? Yeah, it's no Earth Angels. But it's like, I go, go feed the dogs. And they'd be like, well, uh, but that's when I was unemployed. Eddie would be like, why don't you feed them? You don't have a job. And uh, I'm like, all right. And then. Touche, child. Right. Uh, but then, but then he's like, Eddie, well, something like, Eddie, we're going, do you want to go to the movie? He's like, it doesn't matter. I can do whatever I want. And, uh, and I was like, oh, this is what's happened. Mm-hmm. That that's I, awesome. Yes. And if I go, if I said, do you want to wear the white shirt or the blue shirt? And and then he'll point to the white. If I said, do you want to wear the white shirt? He'll be like, racist. 
which is how I, That's whenever amazing. someone says and white or something, yeah. I always just go, mm, racism, <laughs> which is a throwback way back to Ricky Gervais and in the first season of The Office where he was saying that all the time. We're like, mm, racist. So, uh, so yes, I've created monsters and mm-hmm. I, I hope they stay up prison. Best of moment number 16, one of my favorite comics in the world and probably one of yours. Uh, there's nobody like him. It's the hilarious Todd Berry. Have you been able to adjust to like, because you've now seen comedy change in so diff- so many different ways. Have you been able to sort of like, okay, now I you I, like you write jokes on Twitter. Do you have a social media presence? Or are you just like, no, I'm just going to do my gigs. And You don't know if I have a social media presence? <laughs> 319,000 followers. Oh, shit. That's, well, there you go. You have a lot then. Yeah. You ever go on that site where it tells you how many of your followers are fake? No. no, I think it's like Twitter audit or something. I don't oh. know how accurate it is, but like they gives you like a thumbs up, like if you're the real deal. And I got like a thumbs up, but it still says like seventy thousand followers are not real. So I wow. think they just expect you to have a certain amount. Jesus, and that's just bots and other things. Bots, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't know. If to me that to me that's like going back and asking every woman you've slept with, like what are other guys that you've slept with? It's like no, that's just information you don't want to know. Is it just like that? Right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem at all like that. Don't make, eye, don't make eye contact with my wife when I say that. I was seeing if she was like, she's like, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but, but you want to tweet at the bots because when they do take over, you they want yeah. to know that you were trying to reach out. But I, I do. Ha- I mean, I have fun on Twitter, but yeah, it, it's, I do admire the people who just I don't do Twitter. Like, oh man, it, it, you're almost <laughs> jealous of it. Like, wow, you can really still because that's one more thing now. That a comedian right. has to do. You can sit on a plane and wait for it to take off and not make 50 jokes about people who are around you that you need validation for. <laughs> <laughs> have you written uh, tweets that you were like, oh shit, I'm going to pocket that for... No, I always... I always, um, I don't think I've ever written one where I've turned it into a joke because if I even have that feeling of like, oh, this could be on stage, then I was like, I need stuff on stage more than I need tweets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tweets, there's always some idiot who's going to say something that you could just do a little tweet about yeah <laughs> yeah there, there, there's always going to be things what about the Todd Berry tweet tour where you just go around oh, reading all your tweets tweet. I'm going to p- publish a book of my tweets <laughs> people do that and I'm like Dennis wow Leary, that's the best way ever did to Dennis publish Leary a book did that? I feel like Dennis Leary did that or some. Yeah, and then and then they'll be on a book tour, and someone will someone will ask them, "Well, what was the inspiration for this book?" It's like I don't know, just being lazy and having yeah. all this content and wanting yeah. to do something when, with it. Uh, when a uh, <laughs> an intern at the publishing company was cutting and pasting your tweet. <laughs> I mean, when you were writing this book, yeah. <laughs> is, is like, is there? Do you ever have anxiety if you haven't tweeted in, in a few days? Like, oh man, I have to write something. I have to put something out um, there. Well, I mean. I don't know if I get anxiety, but I, there are always like, you know, those moments, there's something on the news where you're like, oh, I guess I'm not tweeting today. Yeah. yeah there's <laughs> no jokes today. Yeah. But, but there's then there's like things, something on it every day though. Boom. Yeah. There's, there's certain things that when they happen, like, and, and then some comics take a stab at it and right. you're like, yeah. All right. And, and then you also don't want to be the guy where as everything in your timeline is about a, a national tragedy that's just happened, you don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, and check out my show. Like, like right. it, just, it just doesn't seem right. Right. <laughs> so you wait a day is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait 24 hours, people heal, and then, and yeah. then you come at them with a dick joke. It's perfect. Right. Best of moment number 17, the one, the only, an ALN favorite, Dana Carvey. But we want to close 
with um, requests, singing, time, whatever. <clears throat> well, last time you were here, you, you prank called the Thai restaurant as Paul McCartney, which right. was amazing. But mm. we wanted to do a, uh, a, a fake movie trailer for, sure. um, for, a, uh, for the Trump P-tape. Okay. <laughs> so so I'm gonna do the, the movie voiceover and right. then it's gonna just and they're just gonna toss in like you know, like any trailer, like starring this person and this person and then right. you know how the trailer and then it can just be a quick line from the person who's in the film, but it's just you know, it's a trailer. Right, right, so, yeah. yeah, you'll just put it in. Yeah, All right, yeah. just cue me. So here's the uh... <laughs> This summer Find out what happens when the tape we've all been waiting for finally hits the internet. One man, two women, one Motel 6 in Russia. Come on, I'm down here, okay? You got gravity on your side. Do what you gotta do. Where do you want me to pee? You know what you do. If I tell you where, the fun's all gone, okay? You do your thing, you do it good. Many people are saying you're terrific, okay? So just be yourself. When everyone thought the tape couldn't exist, it did. You know, here I am, okay? It was a lot more than I thought, quite frankly, okay? I need a towel, a hand towel, moist if preferable, all right? Okay? Don't tell Melania. Don't tell anybody. You're terrific. You're tremendous. Many people, excuse me, very sad. I love you. Tony Danza is Melania. Hey, uh, I heard there's a P-tape, baby. Is that right? Uh, uh, no, there's not, uh, there's no such thing. I'm a germaphobe. That's crazy, okay? That's crazy stuff for crazy people. You're crazy. You said you love me. I don't love anything, okay? I love the way my hair lays on my skull, okay? That's what I love. Michael Caine is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Listen, there's no P-tape. There's absolutely no P-tape. I know you guys say there's a P-tape. There's no P-tape. Who keeps saying there's a P-tape? I tell you, this is all fake news. <laughs> I like it. Paul McCartney is the is the hotel manager who found the pee on the bed. Well, it was a bit of a mess up there, you know. I knocked on the door. There was nothing. You know, I got in with the maid's key, right? And it's just, you know, everything's all wet and soggy, sog, you know. And I said, we got to clean it up. We can't put someone in here with this sort of thing going on. Liam Neeson and Glenn Close as the couple who was supposed to stay in that room. Now, I have skills I've acquired in terms of cleaning up urine that make me a nightmare for a prostitute such as yourself. If you leave now, no harm will come to you. I'm not really angry, but I talk like this all the time. And the church lady as the woman who tried to help Trump find himself after such a horrendous adventure. Oh, well, well, we've got picadillos, don't we? We've got little nasty habits, don't we? Well, next time we'll have an umbrella. Okay, Mr. Trump? You're right. Forgive me, God. Forgive me, Jesus. Too late. <laughs> this summer, the movie we've all been waiting for, Trump P-Tape. <laughs> Be there. They said it couldn't happen until it did. <laughs> oh, Jeez, my God. That's like a... That I'm going to go good. see that movie.
everybody, it's me, Tony Danza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.